Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. So I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't want the whole of my first show back in a week to be about um, this owl, right? And also, can I can I stress? I don't want any of my fans to um, do revenge attacks on birds, and I'm certainly not down on the whole bird community. And I'm and I don't think that what this owl did to me today is representative of the owl community at large. It would have been nice to have got someone from the owl community to come on tonight and kind of you know say that they disagree strongly with what this owl did. Um, but that's I don't want anyone to go around attacking birds. I was attacked by an owl today. Uh, I don't know what type of owl it was because it was behind me. And also, I'm going to be honest, I I wouldn't have recognised. I can't differentiate between owls anyway. Um, I I don't want to go into details, but I was out in a um, secluded area, and that's all I'm prepared to say about where I was. And, and I'm and I'm there's a lot of speculation about why I was in a secluded area. Um, and I did not. I. I came back from America, from New York, um, and it was very urban there. So I wanted to be within nature. And so I went to this spot, and I, it's, it's just off the A4. I was unaware at the time that it was um, a popular um, spot for gay men to meet. I was unaware of that. I was unaware of that. that I was unaware of that. And I don't quite know what happened, but I was walking along, and then suddenly I just heard this beating of wings and there was the most the most intense pain in the back of my head just intense and it was like kind of like tiny knives sort of in in my head it was incredible and there was just a lot of flapping and i didn't know what was going on i thought i was being attacked by a human so i turned around and there of course there was no one there but the pain and it was a it was a bird had 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 um a raptor had clawed itself into my head and so i'm trying to i'm trying to beat it off and uh eventually it went and i was in shock right i was in shock and i carried on walking and, and a, a couple of there were a couple of guys there in the woods and they very kindly said to me um uh they recognized me from the jungle are you are you okay i said yeah they said, you know you're bleeding profusely from the back of your head and I put my hand around, and there was blood everywhere, man. And these, uh, one of these guys, very kindly, drove me to a hospital um, uh, where I was looked after amazingly. I cannot thank the NHS enough. They saved, they saved, well, I don't, I don't know if they said, I don't know if it was, it was potentially, well, no, I think it was potentially fatal because I had to have a tetanus. And I lost, um, they told me I lost uh, about a pint of blood. And it flipping hurt, man. It flipping hurt. And here's the amazing thing. They glued, I had like, they told me I had eight, seven or eight scratches, five of which were very deep. Now, it didn't reach my skull and there was no bruising on the brain, okay? 
But five of those seven or eight scratches were very deep, and that's where a lot of the blood was coming from. And they glued my head back together. Ever since I've been a kid, I've been terrified of having stitches. Terrified. I don't know why. I've never had them, but I was terrified. And they went, oh, no, no, we don't do that anymore. We glue it. We glue your head back together. And they told me that superglue was invented because of the Vietnam War. It's what they used to use in Vietnam. So they glued my head back together. If you're watching on YouTube, I've got a big old-fashioned bandage on my head. The kind that I, you know, I kind of look like, sort of not the invisible man, but the invisible forehead. And um, I'm going to be honest, I'm very, very high on painkillers. Um, but they said the doctors and the nurses uh, uh, saved my life. The guy who took me there saved my life. And um, I, 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 I bled all over his um, his car. And I apologise for that. But he was a very nice guy. He, had a, he put a, a towel down. But there's blood everywhere. And I, I don't really remember, you know, much from that. Not because I passed out, but I was I was in shock. I was in shock. I, I want to thank everybody on Twitter who's been sending me support. Thank you. Everyone who's been doing an owl joke, I get it. You're calling me a twit, twoo, and um, uh, things about hooters and things like that. I get it. It's funny. It's funny, man. I can't laugh about it today, but who knows? Maybe in, in, in two or three months, maybe I'll be able to look back and um, laugh at the day that I was attacked by an owl. Um, the scumbag press, the red top press that have been hounding my agent and hounding me, um, up yours. Well, you didn't waste time in, in making online stories about it. Clickbait out of um, my um, hmm? you're right. Yes, sorry. Uh, um, you what? What was I saying? Making stories about it's your the the, um, the press, the press making uh, clickbait stories out of out of my misery. My life is not um, is not for your fun. It's 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 me. I lost my train of thought a little bit. Um, I feel a little bit You're nauseous. All right. I'm all right. I just feel a bit nauseous. But we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to do the show. Well done to you. The other day, the other day, I've heard nothing but good things. I was in New York. Okay, I went to New York to see the monkeys, and they cancelled. They cancelled because one of their, um, because of the religious beliefs of one of them, because one of them is a Christian scientist. And I'm kind of thinking, hey, I'm all for religious um, uh, tolerance, but um, should have gone and seen a doctor <laughs> instead of praying to the guy up there. Anyway, it only cost me two grand. That I couldn't really afford. So I didn't hear much of the show. I heard bits and pieces of the show, and I saw the little videos that Talk Radio tweeted out. But when I got back last night, I listened to about the last hour and a quarter. I watched about um, quarter to midnight. Um, I watched on YouTube as I was going through passport control and all of that. And I listened to the last hour on the way back. And I thought you and uh, Katie were absolutely brilliant. I thought you were brilliant. And Thanks. I, no, I did. I loved it. I thought you were funny. I thought you... you, you uh, and I'm going to say something that's going to sound patronising, but I don't mean it to be. I thought you sounded confident. And the reason I'm saying that is because I know that you were dead nervous mm-hmm. to start with. Because you've not hosted your own show for, what, 15 years? Yeah, a long time. Something like that. And I, I, I don't think I'm breaking any confidence by saying that you told me privately that you were, um, you were, you were nervous about it and you weren't sure whether you could do it. And, I, and, and I'm being sincere here. I saw what everyone said on Twitter. Uh, I know what I heard in the last hour. I'm going to listen to all of the shows. Um, uh, and uh, people loved you, man. So you should be very proud of yourself. 
should be very proud of yourself. I was laughing a lot in the last hour yesterday, and I applauded uh, when you ended. I was, I was thought you were maybe, a, you know, a little bit too good. It was like you could have just toned down the skills a little bit for me. But <laughs> genuinely, I was really proud of you. I thought you did brilliantly. Thanks, I you, appreciate. Are you that. pleased with it? Yeah, I think so. Really? Oh, yeah. that's, that's a good position to be in. Yeah, I think so. It's tricky, isn't it? Um, yeah, no, Being I'm objective still, about yourself is yeah, hard. Yeah, and s- I'm still waiting for someone to go, yeah, no, we realise you're crap, really. Mm. Uh, that's imposter syndrome. That's, that's yeah. every day of my life. Uh, but you're, you, you're filling in again in August when I go back to New York well, in I've August. I've not heard otherwise yet. Okay. Well, I spoke to the boss. Boss loved it. Then he loved it. You know, and people loved it. And I saw, uh, I saw on Twitter, people loved it. And there's there's a thread on the talk radio listeners page. And when I looked at it, um, everyone was saying really, really nice things about you. So you should you should dig that. So we're back. I'm back. Um, I'm a little bit woozy tonight. It's very hot in here, but we'll be all right. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I've got lots to talk about. Um, the kinks. Um, why have I? Oh, um, Mr. Rogers. Um, the logbook, we're going to talk about the logbook, the stock photo woman, dogs giving CPR, and Gemma Collins. All of that we're talking about today. But before that, got something very important. Good evening, Alan. Hi, boss. Is your name Alan Peter Caddick? That is the name given to me by birth. Okay. And whereabouts do you live, Alan Peter Caddick? In Birmingham. Mm. And can I get, can I get your date of birth, please, Alan? Uh, I'll tell you off air. Okay, okay. It says here a secret about their date of birth. Um, you're the Alan Peter Caddick that I wish to speak to. What was I wrong? I hereby charge you, Alan Peter Caddick, with very, very serious counts of falling asleep on the air several times... That was, that defence was last Tuesday, but that's what I remember was last Tuesday. Of singing hideously out of tune on air several times. Was that when Catherine Katie won? And of being a very dull caller. Several times. How do you plead to the charges, Alan Peter Caddick? Can I just say? Yes. Be careful what you say, Alan, because anything you can say now will be used against you at some point or something like that. Guilty. Oh dear. Okay. Why would you do that? Well, this is this is this is actually really serious, Alan. These charges are real. They have been um, put against you. Um, can I ask? Friday night between ten and eleven. What are you doing? Katie is normal. Not last Friday, you muppet! This Friday! It hasn't happened yet. So, yeah, I know, that is why. Oh, that's another charge, being a dumbass. What will you be doing this Friday between 10 and 11 for the whole hour? Calling you. Yeah, too right you will, son, because you, do you know what's, what's happening between 10 and 11 on Friday? No, I don't. It's Talk Radio versus Alan Caddick. You're going to be in court, my friend, and I am going to be prosecuting you um, on behalf of the listeners of Talk Radio, and Catherine will be the judge, and I am hoping I can get you sentenced to ten years minimum banned from phoning up this radio station. Well... I pleaded guilty, so I'm pleading for a linear well, sentence. I suggest what we need to do, 
0344-499-1000. What we need is we need a solicitor for the defence of Alan Peter Caddick, someone who can be on the phone on Friday between 10 and 11 at night and defend... This is not a joke. This is serious. You could... Catherine is the judge here, and you could get a minimum of 10 years banning from phoning in this, this station, okay? So we need to find you... I'm a bloody good lawyer, right? I'm a bloody good lawyer. So we need to find you good defence counsel that can... that you You better hope, young man, can go toe-to-toe against me. I'm not... I don't think I'm up to it. What do you mean you're not up to it? I'm just not going to lose. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Let me just take this call. 03444991000. If you think you could be... And don't worry, the rest of the callers who don't make it as as Alan's defence, the rest of the callers, you will be called upon, first of all, as witnesses, and then at the end we're going to do a lightning straight to air uh, uh, of the jury. So you get to decide whether he's guilty or not guilty. Um, we've got a caller here. What is your name, caller? Uh, yes, my name is Michael uh, Tristan. Michael Tristan, and uh, what have you called Michael him for? Tristan, Q, Q, Michael Tristan QC. Okay, I do see, yes. Yep, yep, yeah, no. Um, I would like to defend Mr Caddick. Okay, here's, um, the, here's the thing, Michael, several... here's the thing, Michael yep. Cusen, QC, is uh, yep, you, Tristan, can't defend, you can't defend somebody using a false name, Gatford, so get stuffed. You see, isn't it funny? Alan, you're drawing criminals to defend you. Well, I didn't want Gatford. I want my trust law, not Gatford. No, you're right. Let's try Nick. Good evening, Nick. Hiya. Hello. Yeah, no, I'm no lawyer myself, but I just had a thought of someone to defend the chap, and that's, uh, is it your regular caller, Barry from Essex? Is it Barry? Barry, fr- yeah. well, there's Andre from Essex, and there's Barry from Watford. Barry from Watford. That, yeah, Barry talks like that. Um... Poor impression. I mean? No, I can't do a very good impression. No, you know, Barry. You can't. No, uh, so you're not up for the role yourself, Nicholas. Uh, oh, oh, I, I wish, I wish. I... Okay, well, you, you'll, you'll wish. You, uh, let's try. Oh, Lady Kadonk. Oh, for God's sakes! Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Will anybody? Will anybody defend this poor? In fact, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm for Hello? the prosecution. You should be asking, Catherine. This is Hello? a. Si- Hello? Excuse me. Just a minute. Silence in court. Hello? Silence in court. This is a process to which everyone has access and everyone has the right to a defence. Should anyone proceed to come forward, thank you, we'll appreciate it. And otherwise he's going to have to defend himself and he'll be going down. Say silence in court again. Silence in court! Who is this? Who is is this? Step forward. Who, me? Step forward. Me? Uh, You. Yeah, hi, it's Dr Andre speaking. Silence in court! Hello? You may, pro- you may proceed. Right. I think that is a ridiculous idea. Yes, caller. Yes, who is this, please? <laughs> Hello? OK, well, listen, uh, it's not looking good for you, Alan. It's the, the case isn't until Friday, and it's not looking good for you. Let's try the... Hello, Wasim. Uh, you're all right, yeah. I'll I, I defend Alan. Oh, God. Alan, do you choose Wasim as your defence counsel? Mm, no, Wasim. Oh, okay. Thanks for the offer. Okay, let's try Simon in the New Forest. Good evening, Simon. Good evening. Welcome back. This is very, very serious. I wish to um, 
I wish to state that I think the person most apt to do the defence is going to be Andre. Silence in court. <laughs> Overruled. Sorry, Simon. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, um, let's try... I think I see who's going to be your defence. Let's try Hannah. Good evening, could Hannah. Good dog solicitors here. Oh, God. Oh, Lady Kadog, I need help big time. I'm here. I'm here. Um, I hire you as my solicitor. Um, um, when do you want booking in? Friday? Yes, please. The trial Objection! What? What's your objection? She's, um, she is not a trained lawyer. Is this correct? Bullshine. Right, <gasps> yeah, language. Objection of sustain. Language like that. Keep keep going. Keep trying them because uh, we'll see what we'll do. We'll take a quick break, and Alan, when we come back, we might have we might have found your solicitor. If you want to represent Alan Caddick on Friday, you've got to be free between ten and eleven. It's a serious, serious trumped up uh, serious charges. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio, the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. This is very serious. We don't have to find the defence for Alan tonight, but Alan has been charged with some very, very serious charges. Catherine, would you like to remind the listener and Alan what these charges are? Alan Peter Caddick, you are hereby charged with falling asleep several times in the course of your sh- mm. calls to mm. this programme, mm. mm. and also by grievously singing on a number of occasions. Mm. Mm. What's the other thing? Being a bit boring sometimes. And also, sometimes, being dull. How do you plead? Guilty. Right, are you really ne- he really needs legal advice. You need to say not guilty, again, <laughs> he, Alan, otherwise he, we just send you down. He needs he needs legal advice. We're trying to find a solicitor, a, a brief, um, who can, can defend Alan. You've got to be free between 10 and 11 on Friday night. I can't believe there are no professional persons listening no, to this show. No. 0344 um, Good evening, Zach. Good evening, Ian. Good, good evening. Um, what can we do for you tonight, Zachariah? Bombaya, me, my, mo, fire. Well, I just uh, want to say, hope you're all right after your uh, accident earlier. I'm all right. I've got a, an accident. It wasn't an accident. The owl did it on purpose. I've got an absolute blinding headache, uh, and I feel I feel really nauseous. Apart from that, I feel f- I'm fine. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, uh, maybe the owl was an escapee from my misled. Could have been a lot of owls there. Um, there's a thing called this is a thing, and I, and I have to. I had to have some blood tests, which I won't get the results back for for three weeks. But there's a thing called owl AIDS. Owls have AIDS, right? It's really this is why you don't see many owls anymore because AIDS is is decimating the owl community. So I've had to have a blood test for owl AIDS, and I'll find well, out in three weeks whether I've got it or not. I wonder what they would actually have to do. If uh, you got it, that's just... Uh, um, uh, uh, well, uh, it, it's not... It's incurable. You're stuck with it. Oh, OK. You're stuck with it, man. So I don't want... Well, at least you'd probably be the only celeb with... Uh, um, with uh... I think Bobby... Hasn't Bobby Davro got owl aids? I don't want to say that, because I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, yeah. We'll see. Um, Zach, you don't want to represent Alan, do you, in court? Uh, he is a bit dull, yeah. OK, well, if, if you can't you can't have your brief saying that, Alan... No, he's fired. Well, he no, he was he wasn't really. I think he he didn't want the gig. I tell you what, we'll do, Alan. Now we this is serious, right? We um, oh look at this. Uh, Andy says, Ian, 
I'll do it. With my defence, I'm sure we can get his sentence increased to 20 years. Flip. No, that's defeating the object. That is, well, that is, he's, that's a good legal term there. It is defeating the object. I um, don't think that's legal It's Latin. Parlance. It's Latin. Um, what we'll do, Alan, it's not until Friday. You, you, you better not, we need, to, uh, we need to, him to post bail. So to make sure that he doesn't do a runner and that he, he is with us between 10 and 11 on Friday. We mm. need some security from him because otherwise I can see him stealing his mum's passport and um, trying oh to... Oh, my God, passport. She hasn't got a passport job done. Well, well because he's stolen it previously no, and, and tried to escape to Newcastle. Sorry? She's never had a passport. Okay, all right. So you're not going to flee the country. I'm not going to flee the country. You're definitely going to be here on... Yeah, I'm definitely going to be there. When? Between 10 and 11 on Friday. It's up to you, Your Honour. What do you think? Do you, do, you, do you trust him? I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt, knowing, of course, full well, Alan Caddick, if you try to flee bail, there will be heavy, heavy penalties. I'm well aware of that. Catherine will give you a spanking. Can I request a sidebar? A, a sidebar? I'm sorry. No, OK, OK. Alan, we'll speak to you... Well, we may speak to you before, but we'll definitely speak to you on Friday. OK. Thanks for calling. He's, got, he's so going down. I'm so looking forward to this. I got my legal training at the weekend, and we're going to destroy him. But we do need someone to defend Alan on Friday. If you think that's you, 0344 is the telephone number. Speaking of um, telephone numbers, it's a phone-in show. Um, so we're in New York, and I saw this amazing can you google the guy's name in and of itself is the magic show i saw this amazing magic i went to see the monkeys and they cancelled right um and it was really annoying and i was kind of at a loose end in new york and so i went online and some of you suggested some really good shows and Catherine suggested i go and see like a salute to frank sinatra a sort of supper club oh, brilliant cabaret club 54 below just me on my own sat there i went oh so I went to this place, 54 below, and I sat at this table on my own. And I was thinking, oh, God, it's like a table for four. I was thinking, oh, God, I hope no one else comes. And some woman came and joined me, Holly. It was very nice, actually. And she was friends with the guy that put it on. It's proper old-fashioned cabaret. I ordered the three-course meal. It was delicious. And this guy came on. It was about Frank Sinatra. He said, we're here tonight to celebrate Frank Sinatra and what would have been his second century. Frank was born in 1918. And, and he was doing this kind of thing. And, and so he did a little 10-minute intro. He said, well, now, to salute Frank, would you please welcome on stage our first performer this evening, singing New York, New York. It's from the Broadway musical Touch My Toes. It's Mr. Andy Rogers. And this guy came out and sang New York, New York. And he went off. And then another guy came out and sang a song. And then a third guy, and oh, these are all quite young men, right? all quite young men. And the third guy came on and he said, um, star of stage and TV. And, I th and this guy, old guy came on, old, in his late 50s. He looked buff, very buff. And I thought, I recognise you. I rec And I was staring at him, thinking, how do I? And he was that kind of, I don't want to say arrogant. It was, no, it wasn't arrogance. It was confidence. Confident swagger. I thought, I know you. How do I know you? And he went off stage and round of applause and was winking at the ladies and stuff. And then he came back 20 minutes later and the lovely lady I was sat with, Holly, went, um, he's from the Dukes of Hazard. It was one of the Duke boys. It was, you, was it Luke Duke, Kath? I think you're thinking about Luke Duke. It was the Dark Duke, 
not the blonde. I wasn't allowed to watch the Dukes of Hazard. I don't know why. I think it was a scheduling problem in our house. I never really saw it. It was one of the Dukes of Hazard, and I couldn't believe it. I was thrilled. And then he came off because he was going to go on at the end and take a bow. And he came off and he sat next to me. One of the Dukes of Hazard. I think his name's Tim Wanacott or something. And no. That's a cricketer, isn't it? I don't know. It was something like that. And he, um, he lent, I, I, I said, oh, well done, man. I enjoyed that. And he lent over and said, where are you from? He said, what's, what's your name? I said, I'm, I'm Ian. I'm Tom. Tom Wanacott. I said, okay. Where are you from, Ian? Oh, I'm from London. Oh, I'm going to London in July to sign some autographs for the Dukes of Hazard. I said, oh, what, at the Comic-Con event? Yeah, sure, sure. And I thought, well, this is a, this is a unique opportunity. I'm going to do that thing that I never do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make contact with this guy and I'm going to invite him on the show. And I never do that stuff. People like Jamie East, they do that stuff all the time. That's why Jamie East has, has um, I think his show's called The North Pole. He has um, movie stars on and all these kinds of people, right? Um, and, it, 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 and I thought, I'm going to, I'm going to be like Jamie East. And I went, oh, you're going to be in London in July. You should come on my radio show. And he looked at me and he looked, looked at me and he went, <laughs> and he turned away. The Duke boy blew me out. He turned away. You got showbizzed. I got Al Jardine by the Duke boy. I couldn't believe it, but it was great. And you're in there for an hour and you pay $60 for a ticket and $70 for a meal. And it was, the food was great. And you come out and it was eight o'clock and it was like, wow, I've had a great time. I was going to tell you about a magic show I saw. I will tell you about it in a second. 0344 499 1000. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll tell you about the magic show in a bit, um, and the name of the guy, and, and, and a little idea that I've kind of taken from it and twisted a bit, the logbook. We're going to have a logbook for the show, and we need a volunteer. We'll get to that in a bit. Let's take some calls first. Um, here's, here's Bob. It says, Bob, you're from the Daily Mail. Yeah, hi, Ian. Bob here from the Daily Mail. Just want to have a chat with the judge before the trial on Friday. Okay, Bob, away you go. Through to Judge... What are you calling yourself? Uh, Catherine. Uh, judge Catherine. Good name. Catchy, I like it. Catherine, hi, yeah, Bobby from the Daily Mail. Uh, a lot of people are saying that you shouldn't really be involved with the trial, seeing as you were actually on air at the time of the alleged offence. Well, I think that I would probably be the best placed person to do so, as I am always the neutral in this uh, particular arena, and uh, I'll be here anyway, so handy. All right, yeah, I didn't get any of that, I'll just make it up. Um, a lot of other people are saying that actually a woman shouldn't be in charge of the trial. What do you think? Uh, you said people, what you mean is dicks. I'll just put down that you like dick. You put that down, I'll see you in court. Hey, this is All the right, Daily but... Mail you're talking to, Catherine. They, they I'm, know a su- what... I'm a high court judge. Bob knows what he's doing. He's the day... You carry on, sir. I, res- I respect great British journalism. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, the last thing uh, that I just want to ask you, Cap, is that a lot of people uh, on our Twitter feed are saying that Im- immigrants are going to potentially uh, 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 protest against the trial on Friday. Are you worried about that? Um, immigrants? Nah, those guys are cool. All right, I'll just say that you're terrified of immigrants. Thanks a lot, Kath. Good luck with the trial on Friday, love. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Well, that's great we're getting a little bit of press for the show. That's... I'm not convinced that's going to get reported, that's, right? That is great. Now, you know, listen, British journalists, know, they know that... Um... 
Good evening, Sally. Hello. Hello, Sally. Hello. I'm saying to nominate myself oh. as uh, Alan's oh. defence lawyer. Oh, uh, now, okay. Um, what are your legal qualifications? Well, I have studied law in the past, and I am looking to go back into it next year, so I have a little bit of experience. When you say studied law, do you mean you've watched Rinder or Judy? Oh, uh, well, I do watch Rinder, but no, I studied studied, um, it and have a qualification in it. Okay, well, the most important question to see whether you're suitable for this is, are you you free uh, Friday night between 10 and 11? I am, yes. Well, then you've got the gig, as far as I'm concerned. Alan, Alan's, <gasps> not here. Alan's not here. Right, the way it's going to work, um, mm-hmm. Sally, is um, the prosecution goes first, so I'm going to destroy your client. We're going to get a load of witnesses as well, um, and if there's time, then you can defend him a little bit. Well, actually, no, the defence actually goes first, oh. but... Is that true, Judge, Judge, what, sorry, what's that? Judge Catherine? Yeah, all right. Oh, hang on a minute. No, you want the... Um, I'll, give you, I'll send you this on your computer. It's all right. So I've ordered a real one. <laughs> okay. Oh, great. There we go. Um, um, could you uh, provide me with all evidence and exhibits, please, so I can prepare my defence for Alan? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll it's do all, that. It's all in the public domain. No. I'll, I'll, no. I'll send her. A, I'll send Time, her a catechism. That sort of thing. I'll send her a catechism dick pack. No, it's not a problem at all. You've got yeah, one, Andy. Oh, yeah. I've got. It would be great pleasure to send that to you, and I look forward to facing you. Uh, mano a mano in uh, court. That doesn't mean what you I think it means. I look forward to beating you. And um, that doesn't mean what you think it means. And then, no. and then we'll get witnesses phoning in. And then at the last few minutes, we're going to take 12 calls straight to air from the jury and they will decide guilty or not guilty. That's great. Thanks very much for calling. Thank you. Going to destroy Bye. you on Friday, bitch. Whoa. Sorry? Objection of that language. Okay, hang on a second. <laughs> Overruled. Uh, you're not allowed to overrule. That's my job. Well, I've got the gavel at the moment. Well, you're not. <gasps> Never. I like the mushy peas. So, um, uh. <laughs> so, Friday, um, 10 to 11. Listen to the ring on that. 10 to 11, it's going to be the, tri- the trial of Alan Caddick. Be there, be prepared to pick up the phone, and uh, we need you as a witness, guys. 0344 So I saw this magician in New York on Saturday. I spent so much money, right? Because I bought these tickets for the monkeys. I'll get refunds, but I, I bought these tickets, and I bought the flights, and I couldn't really afford it, and I booked a hotel, booked a boutique hotel. And what that means is you go in, there's a really nice lobby with loud music playing, so you think you're somewhere nice, and you stay in a tiny room. Um, and then I realised as well that I, I wanted to come back a little bit early. I was flying back Monday night, leaving at 11 o'clock Monday night, getting in 11 o'clock Tuesday morning. And I just thought, oh, do you know what? I, I, don't, I don't fancy having a day wandering around New York without a hotel. So I then paid $700 to come back 12 hours earlier. How stupid is that? How stupid is that? And then I had to buy tickets to go and see other shows. So I booked a ticket for Sunday to go and see this magic show in and of itself. And the magician's name is? Uh, Derek. Del Guardio. Derek Del Guardio. Which some of you recommended. And John Archer, who we've had on this show, recommended... And then I realised that Sunday I was busy. I was busy. So I had to buy another ticket for Saturday. So that was another $200. Anyway, I went and saw this guy's magic show. Flipping heck, man. 
It was amazing. It was directed by Frank Oz, Yoda, and Miss Piggy. And I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil the ending. Right? I really do want to spoil the ending. But don't spoil the ending. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I really want to because the ending was so mind blowing, and so shivers down my spine. That when it finished, I turned to the woman next to me. I went, well, that was effed, wasn't it? And because um, we both had the same thing happen to us. It was incredible. Um, but he did some amazing. I, I will tell you one one trick he did. Right, One trick. And it's, it's, it, it's incredible. So he, he, he chose a member of the audience at random and got them to choose another member of the audience at random. Right, And he got this woman down. She was in her early 60s. And he had a big pile of letters and he pulled out these, he had about 30 letters and he gave them to her. And he said, pick one of these. These are all letters, they're sealed, they're addressed to me. Pick one of these letters, please. And so she picked one. And he went, if you look on the back, they've all got words written on like partner, brother, sister, mother. What does yours say? She went, partner. He said, oh, have you got, have you got a partner? She went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, this went on for a bit. It was really good theatre, right? The, she eventually, she opened the letter herself. Mm-hmm. And in it was a letter to her from her partner who wasn't at the theatre and she read it out. It was a letter to her from her partner. How the flipping hell did he do that? He already knew her. Possibly. Possibly she was a stooge. There's always that possibility. But the acting was cracking, was it? Oh, it was amazing. The shock on her face. But then it's America. It's, you know, the, the home of, of acting. Um... I, I tend to think it wasn't a stooge because then there's no real point in that. Um, I tend to think it was a real trick. I don't think she was chosen at random. I think he, he you know, that that would be a bit too much. That there was a he had two hundred letters available for all two hundred people in the thing. So, so I, I get that, but it was incredible, mm. absolutely incredible. This guy is amazing in and of itself. Is the show uh, that's that's one tiny trick in in a, in a whole hour and a half. If you go to New York, it's on for another few weeks. Go and see it. It was amazing. I suspect he'll be bringing it over to the UK because it was stunning. But one idea I've sort of nicked from that show, and this is where you come into it, guys, and uh, I've twisted it a bit. In it, he talked a lot about ships. There was a running theme of ships. And he talked He's about saying ships. Ships. And he, was, he, he talked about logbooks. You know, each ship has a logbook, right? And it got me thinking that this show, we don't have a logbook. Okay, we've had a couple of Ofcoms recently. None of them have been upheld. Yeah, someone's keeping a record. Um, but it means that w- if someone complains, we kind of have to go back online and look at what we d- and listen to the show and what happened in the show. So here's my thinking: we need a logbook, okay, where every detail of every show is logged. Can I show the people on YouTube the logbook we've got? I went and bought this. It's a nice one. It's a moleskin, so it's expensive. Red. Soft thing. Um, and you open the front page, and there's uh, my name and address. This belongs, if lost, in case of loss, please return to Ian Lee. Talk Radio, 18 Hatfield, London, SE1, 8DJ, as a reward, $25. Because uh, I've got loads of American money, so $25. Okay. Then you turn the page, and you look there, and there's, we've done a title page. What have you? Because I did it yesterday. TLNA with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. I've drawn a picture of a log and a book, log book, volume one. I've done a telephone, a radio. Catherine's been doodling. You've done a ghost. I guess that's me. Yeah. Fat me. Well, I haven't finished yet. Well, I don't know how you're going to make the face slimmer. Um, a well. Oh, 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 no, no. You're a tit. You're a tit. That's trolling. I also did. Look, this is. Look. Look there. What's that? 
Can you tell what that's supposed to be? That's a gay robot. Sexy robot. Okay. You, you, I hate you. So, so it's a logbook, right? And I don't want to fill in this logbook. And I don't want Catherine to fill in this logbook. I would like you, dear listener, to fill in the logbook. Now, in my head, this is how it works. You phone up and say, you know what? I'd like to be responsible for the show's logbook. We then send this book to you tomorrow and you get to keep it for a minimum of two days and for a maximum of two weeks, okay? A minimum of two shows worth or a maximum of two weeks, okay? And while you have it, you fill in what happens in all of the shows. And you can do that any way you want. You can write it. You can do it in hieroglyphics. You can take photos and stick them in. You can do cartoons. You can type it up and staple it in. You can do anything you want. The one thing I will ask is don't don't put rude pictures in because this might end up in the hands of some young people. That's all I'm going to say. I don't think we're going to send it to anyone under the age of 18. But And we will warn parents that, you know, let their kids go in there and have a look around. But just check it to make sure. Because I don't want to... I really don't want to see this book for another six months. I want to send it out and I want it to go out on its journey. And then when the first person has finished, a second person gets in touch. And if you're happy for us, second person, to give your name and address to the first person, they send it on to you. And if you're not happy for that, then the first person sends it back to me and Catherine and then we send it out to you. Um, And it really, you know, and, and when I say write down a detailed description of everything that happens in the show, me and Kath ain't going to look inside this book for at least six months. We're not going to look in this book until Christmas. That's my that's my plan, okay? We're not going to look in this book until Christmas. So you can kind of do whatever you want, is what I'm saying. You have it for a minimum of two days. You have it for a maximum of two weeks. And then you either send it back to us or you send it on to the next person. Um, 0344 Now, I know this is a weird thing. And I know this is a thing that is slightly outside the realm of uh, a phone-in radio's remit. Um, and just to stress, you've got to be 18 or over for this. To start with, we'll see how we get on, but I think 18 or over. Um, and it's yours. You get to fill it and keep it in. And, and one day, one, it will help. Imagine next year, right? And, and we get a complaint about a show from August of this year. And we go, flipping it. What were we doing on August the 8th? Ah, let's get the logbook. Ah, we do, and we can we can find it exactly. Okay, um, so there it is. It's the t- late night alternative logbook. Uh, it will only get filled in if you guys decide to fill it in. All right. The phone number. If you want to take responsibility for this, it's like taking the school gerbil home. Yeah, or the class teddy bear. Yeah, yeah. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, the wild man of late night radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Evan. Good evening, Evan. Good evening, Ian. How are you doing, Evan? Really good, thank you. What have you been up to? I don't care, actually. Don't answer that question. I don't, okay. I, I don't care. I'm not interested. What you got for us, Evan? 
I've phoned in to say I'd be up to filling out the logbook. Hey! We've got our first recipient of the to- Late Night Alternative logbook! And also, he's a sensible chap, so he won't end up with any kind Yo. of horrible pictures. This is a big this is a big responsibility, Eben. Um, you understand what you've got to do. We'll send it out to you tomorrow, and you have to um, uh, 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 fill in everything that happens on the show. I mean, you you know, use that term as loosely as you want. You can do it any way you want. Um drawings photographs t- writing it you do whatever you want mate any ideas how you think you're going to do it i'll probably do it in the writing format because i've had quite a bit of practice at writing before oh in my job oh he's a professional writer no he i'm a like secret shop and a compliant oh of course he's the sh- secret shopper, shopper isn't he he's a secret shopper this is this is a great start for the late night alternative logbook yeah. All right, Eben, and um, how? I tell you what, you don't have to tell us how long you want it for yet. We will get it out to you tomorrow. So you, hopefully you'll get it Friday. You might... No, tomorrow's Wednesday. Yeah, hopefully you'll get it Friday. We'll send it out first class. Hopefully you'll get it Friday. Can you give us a call on the day that you have it? Okay. And also, can you sort of, if you get a chance to, for the, for today and tomorrow night, can you sort of just just sort of make it up a bit and fill it in? Make it sound really good. Yeah. If you just make it up and yeah. say Tuesday it was funny and Wednesday it was really even funnier, that kind of vibe would be really appreciated. Catherine was really funny. And Ian was funnier. Yeah, of course. All right. Eben, I'm going to pass you back to Sam, and Sam is going to take your address, and we'll get it sent out to you tomorrow, mate. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. There we go, the logbook. We won't be seeing you for a while. Um, that gets sent out now. It goes to Eben. We don't see it for ages. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. It's exciting. Take a look at it, because it's nice now. By the time it comes back, it's going to be covered yeah. in all sorts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you guys, you can deface it. Don't be rude, is the thing. But you can deface it. You can draw on it. You can... Whatever you want to do, man. It's your It's your book. It's your book. That's that's what it's all about. Um, oh, three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. So talking about this Frank Sinatra sal- saluting the magic of Frank Sinatra that I went to in New York, and one of the young men was a, one of the young men was a tap dancer. I've never seen tap dancing done for real and done seriously. It was done seriously, and it was. I'm sat there thinking, hmm. I think this is pointless. I think tap dancing. I used to do tap dancing. No. Mm. Yeah. Clickety, clickety, I, click. As an adult as well, I've done oh. it. I, 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 I revisited it. It's that this thing, time with good shoes. Is it difficult? Because it, it's the yeah. kind of thing everyone thinks, oh, I could do that. Yeah, could it do is difficult. That. You've got to be quite precise. Yeah. It's all about the rhythms you make. And it sounds better oh. with a big troop. Yeah. Well, it sounds like drums. No, I don't think it does. Because this guy on his I think it sounds, you've got to have a good pair of shoes. Yeah. You've got to have a good old stage. Because yeah. this guy, I mean, it was, it was pointless and it was stupid and it was dumb. But it, it, it sounded, um, why does no other instrument sound like the tap shoe? Because if it were that good a sound, then surely, surely like synthesizers and bon, synthesizers mm. and bon tempes yeah. would have like tap shoe as their third or fourth setting. Tap shoes has kind of fallen out of fashion though, hasn't it? Here's the difference between my tap shoes when mm. I was a kid and the ones I bought myself as an adult. Yeah. Good taps, right? Yeah. You loosen them. The ones I had as a kid, oh. you just, it's just bong, 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 bong. What do you mean? Bong. You loosen the shoes or you loosen the actual metal? You loosen the actual, the actual metal? tap so they clack oh, together. So there's a, there's a clackiness to it. Got it. 
Like the old, um, the old castanet. Exacto mundo. But here's the thing, right? This young guy, 24, he, he had this, this, this situation, okay, that, that no one has called out yet. And I don't want to body shame. And I don't, I don't want to make light of this or, 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 or be mean, okay? But it's something that I have, you and I, Catherine, have noticed an increase in recently. And no one's called it out yet, okay? In the 70s and 80s, we all pointed and we all laughed, which was wrong, but it's what we all did, at the comb over, okay? So if a guy was going bald, he would grow his hair quite long on one side and he would comb it over his bald dome. And everybody, everybody laughed at it. Sometimes to people's faces, more often than not behind their backs, sniggering. There was always at least one teacher who would get caught in the wind Yeah, and then you'd realise that was a long piece of hair. Yeah. Right. So, th- so that that stopped. No one does the comb over anymore. Some do. There are some men still okay. clinging to it. Very f- okay. Very few. Very few do the comb over from from right to left or left to right. Okay. But the thing that young men do now, and it is young men, is the comb forward. So they grow their hair long at the back and they comb it forward. To and this guy, this tap dancer guy on Saturday night was doing the comb forward. He was like 24. He was a, he was a decent singer, a good-looking lad. He's a he was, you know appeared on Broadway and stuff. Um, but I'm thinking that isn't fooling anybody. You can see head through the hair, and you can see that the that the, the hair is about six inches long from the from the. You can see it. Ed Sheeran does the comb forward it's combed forward now listen it must be really difficult and i'm lucky that my hair is is hopefully going to stay with me forever it's just going to go gray and that's fine it must be very difficult for young men in particular young women is and women is a slightly different issue i'm speaking specifically about young men in their teens and 20s who are are, are starting to go bald okay must be really tough for them and they look for for every cheat and trick under the sun to try and, and and change things around but, 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 the comb forward fools, fools nobody. It fools nobody. And imagine if Ed Sheeran came out one day with a Prince William haircut, you know, skinhead, and went and took the hat off and went, guys, fell in love with an English man. She's living in an Irish band. And people would go, ah, look, he's bought. Oh, but the music's so good, I don't care. Well, the music's could- so good, I don't care. It's not really about his look, is it? I fell in love with an Irish man. He was going out with an English band. It, your music's so good with, with Ed Sheeran. I genuinely believe that. I think it's some of the best music ever. That uh, his boldness would not detract from it for more than, like, 30 seconds. Ah, Boldy Sheeran. Ah. Oh, but this song's so good, isn't it? And so I just wonder why has, and if anyone, if you've got, I, I, I know, I, I'm not saying this so people can phone up and we can take the mic, right? And I suspect no one will phone in with this. But if you or someone you know and love has the, um, oh, I suddenly feel very, very sick. My, we're talking about heads and there we go. My head is started, started throbbing. Um, be all right. <clears throat> Hang on. That's okay. I've got it. Um, if you or someone you know has got the comb forward, give us a call. 0344 499 Um And if you've ever had a discussion, maybe it's your boyfriend or your husband, and 
if you ever had the discussion with them, I do think it's... I've seen it a lot with gay men, and I wonder if... I'm going to say something really generalistic, and actually it doesn't mean anything, but I'm going to say it, because we've only got 30 seconds, and I want to hear what you say. I wonder if, if, um, if hair... You know, appearance in the gay community is more important. I don't. But I think the heteros are, have caught up with that now. Right. Yeah. You're right. Go it's on. all about grooming with them too. What were you now. going to say? I would really like to hear from someone because I I know someone very well, and I know it's horrible when you lose yeah. your hair. I know it's horrible. Yeah. There comes a point where you go, ah, do you know what? Here we go. Yeah. And that there moment is it is it sad or is it freeing? Yeah. That's what I'd like to know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Who has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Evening, dear listener. The late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Mondays to Friday, 10 o'clock at night until 1 in the morning. You can listen on DAB. You can download the app or you can go to talkradio.co.uk. And hello to everybody who is watching us live on youtube.com slash Ian Lee. Hi there, guys. 0344 499 1000 is the um, telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. So when I was in New York and I suddenly had lots and lots of time to kill, I thought, I'm going to go and see a movie. And I went and saw two movies, right? The second movie I saw on Sunday night was awful. Awful. It was called Tag. And it's about a group of guys. Have you seen it, Sam? Did you think it was awful or did you think it was was awful, right? So it's about these guys that have been playing tag for 30 years. And every month in May, they play tag. I thought, oh, that sounds... It's got the guy from... uh, Mad Men in is it John John Ham John Ham yeah John Han or Ham 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 here's here's what uh, here's here's the realization I made very early on in this movie and I'd sort of been toying with this idea for a while but um, I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to appear controversial John Ham can't do comedy can't do comedy he cannot do comedy okay what comedies have I seen him in well I've seen him in this. And also his character in Baby Driver is kind of doing a little bit of light comedy. And I thought, oh, he's a bit, um, a bit heavy-handed in Baby Driver. And in this, he was just, he was lousy. So these, and I was just sat there. And ten minutes into it, I was thinking, this is a bad movie. This is a bad movie. And then an hour into it, I went, oh, sugar, man, this is a really bad movie. When they started doing an extended riff, uh, comedy riff about miscarriage... Oh, I thought, mm, yes, this is perhaps one of the worst movies. Now, uh, you know, should there be any taboos in comedy? No, I don't think so. But there was lots of, but you faked a miscarriage! Big la- laughs in the cinema. Um, and it was, um, I don't care, man, she faked a miscarriage. Oh, I was thinking, whoa, this is a little bit not funny. I think the reason why John Hamm isn't funny is because he already has a funnier version out there in circulation. Go on. In Rob Delaney. I don't really know Rob Delaney. I well, know that what he looks like, yes. He looks like John Hamm, yeah. but he's funny. Yeah. So maybe they can't be too, too similar. But this film was, was an absolute stinker. Real stinker. And basically, I just, so it's this, this group of four or five guys, five guys, 
based on a true story of these people that have been playing tag for for years. And at the end, they showed some clips of the people playing tag. The real oh, Jesus. Uh, and it was unfunny. It was just really horrible blokishness at its worst. Just uh, it was awful. But, 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 but. I went and saw another film that had me in floods of tears. Won't You Be My Neighbour, the Mr Rogers documentary. Now, Mr Rogers over here, and, and, and Cassif and George, I can see you, I will come to you in a bit, 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. Mr. Rogers over here is pretty meaningless. I don't think he ever came over here. And I was aware of him vaguely, but I don't really know why I was aware of him. And I don't, I, I knew he was a kid's entertainer. That's all I knew. But I went and saw this documentary at 11 o'clock in the morning in this gorgeous cinema. I must show you a picture later on. Of this. I took a picture of the, the cinema. It's incredible. Like a really long, narrow cinema. And, um, and so he's this children's entertainer, Fred Rogers from sort of like the late 50s and he died earlier this century and i think he stopped doing it sort of in the 80s and um the shows would always start with him coming into this house singing this song taking off his jacket putting on a bright colorful um sweater or the the cardigan sitting down taking off his work shoes and putting on some comfy shoes i've seen it it says couldn't you be wouldn't you be could you be my, my neighbour? That's it. That's the fella. And he's he, he's very slim. He, he looked old, even as a young man. Very strong side parting. He was a, he was a pastor, but it's not a religious show. It's not certainly no. It's not a Christian show. And he would kind of you know tell stories and stuff. And then there's this little train, and this train would go through the wall into like a sort of puppet land. And there were puppets and a couple of real people. But he never went into that bit. But he did all the voices right. And um, uh, uh, and his whole ethos was that the tv was too violent for kids and, and kids were spoken to like they were idiots right and and um that they, their lives were not enriched by television so he wanted uh, he thought every kid deserved to be loved and every kid um, deserved to be given an equal opportunity and respect so bearing in mind he's talking about shows like i guess um tom and jerry where yeah, they yeah. beat seven bells out of each yeah, other popeye Stooges. where the moral is get strong and beat yeah, them up. And... stuff like that. Right. And um, I, I, and I, 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 was stro- I was sitting there thinking, first of all, I was thinking, right, well, where's the pedo thing? Where's the sex thing? Because yeah, there's bound the to be a sex thing. Because we've had that over here, haven't we, with, with a lot of um, children's entertainers or people that were popular with children in the 70s and 80s being outed as, as, as you know, rapists and sexual predators. And there wasn't, there wasn't one. There was there was a little bit where they went. Was he gay? I don't think so. He was married. He had gay friends, and that was that was the only, you know, um, kind of whiff of something alternative going on. Um, but they kind of concluded he, he probably wasn't. Um, and he said he was a Christian uh, the, um, pastor, but he gave that up so that he could he could do children's entertainment, and. Um, it was incredible. They showed a clip from a show from 1968 right, when Bobby Kennedy had been shot. And it was the tiger, Daniel, the puppet, speaking to this, this woman. I can't remember her name. And uh, he says, can I ask you a question? Of course you can, Daniel. You can ask me anything. What does the word assassination mean? This is a kid's show in, for like eight-year-olds, younger, in 1968. And... and she went, well, you know, Daniel, have you heard that word recently? He said, yeah, I've heard that a lot. She goes, well, it means someone's killed in a very sudden way and lots of people are sad. And Daniel goes, hmm, 
well, I don't want to talk about that now. Can we play a game? And she went, yeah. Flipping heck. I've got goosebumps. But it was so... It was so... Just came out of nowhere. And I think that was the first time he did that. That that blunt, I'm going to talk about the news thing, right? But then he did it a lot. He kind of addressed Vietnam. He addressed racism. He addressed all of these incredible things. He did, did a week of shows about death and talking to kids about death. And it was just... It was out of this world. Absolutely incredible. Um, and then he kind of tried to do some adult shows in the 70s, and they didn't really work, so he went back to kids' shows, and then he kind of quit. Um, and then the, the, they would sometimes call him back for specials if something big happened, and the biggest one was 9-11. They got him back to do a show Did they? on 9-11. Yeah, and, and his wife said that was the one that broke him, and he couldn't do any more after that because he realised, actually, there is a lot more bad out there than he had perhaps... It destroyed him. It destroyed him that something so evil could take place and that people would then be presented with ex- with it telling a child. How do you explain? How do you explain 12 blokes, you know, hijacking aeroplanes and, dr- and smashing them and killing 5,000 people? How do you explain that? Mm-hmm. Of course, conspiracy theorists, it was the government and all of that. But either way, how do you tell a six-year-old what that is? And it's something that we've talked about um, when, I don't know if it was the Manchester bomb or the, the idiot on the road. And by the way, there's a story in the news today about that bloke who took the knives to Downing Street, right? Five years he spent, I think, in Afghanistan training. Five years training just to get arrested by the police at Downing Street. Have you got any knives on you? Yeah, you're under arrest. Five years training for that! What a muppet! What a muppet! He didn't even scratch one of the coppers! They just busted him! Five years training, man! I love that! He must be there going, Oh man, what a waste of time. What a waste! I didn't even kick a copper in the shin! Five years training! Um, what was I I saying? Anyway, uh, anyway, so it's, it's just beautiful. And there's some really lovely scenes of, um, uh, there's some really lovely scenes of him meeting, like, underprivileged kids. And he's just sat there. These kids, and they cheer as he comes out. Like, this is in the 60s, like 65, 66. And I tell you, it was beautiful, and you can't do it now. But what was beautiful is he would sit there, and these, this little girl came up to him, six years old. Mr. Rogers, can I say something to you? Of course. She speaks very slowly. Of course you can. I love you, Mr. Rogers. And then she puts her arms around him, gives him a hug and gives him a kiss on the cheek. He can't do that now, unfortunately, because I think there's I think there's something in that. And he meets these, you know, really severely handicapped. There's this wonderful scene. Handicap, I use the word handicap. Listen to me. It's because it was in America. Um, this, this young girl is about eight or nine. And her real pleasure is watching his show, right? And she, um, she's got some kind of brain injury. So she's not in complete control of her body and she can't speak very well. And um, there's all these other kids, and her, I think her mum's there, and he leans forward and says, so, would you like to ask me something? And it was beautiful, because it takes her ages to get this question out. And oh, I'm going to cry. And he just sits there and keeps eye contact with her the whole time and smiles at her. It takes her two minutes to get this question out. And he just sits there and goes, well, that's a great question. Thank you for asking me, and I will... Oh, it was beautiful. There's a great scene. This kid who's dying, right? And um, he's he's got something wrong with him. And he has to have all these operations. And he's in a wheelchair and he can't move and all of that. 
and his parent he was going to have these start this really long, intense, painful series of operations. And his parents said to him, you know, again in the early sixties, this is going to be tough. Some can we do one treat for you before you you start this? And he went, well, I'd really like to meet Mister Rogers. So he gets a guest spot on the show. And Mr. Rogers goes, well, we've got a special friend coming in today. Hey, Steve, how are you? And Steve comes in and on this wheelchair and he says, wow, that's a great wheelchair. So what's wrong with you, Steve? And what's going to happen? And Steve says, oh, I've got this disease and I'm going to have some operations. And he goes, wow, wish you the best of luck. Would you like to sing a song with me? And this kid's face. And apparently they hadn't rehearsed the song. And he just said, would you like to sing a song with me? He's like, yeah. And he, Mr. Rogers starts singing to him. And this kid joins in. And it's stunning. And then they show a clip of him. This kid, Mr. Rogers being at this award ceremony. And they, this kid comes out as an adult. Oh, wow. And oh, Mr. Rogers is in the audience. And he just runs up on the stage. and goes, I can't believe it. And it's, oh, it's incredible. It's so beautiful, right? It will get really limited release over here, I'm sure. And when it does, I will let you know. Um, gets a, it's going to get a limited release. But it's worth seeing because it's so stunning. It's all about love and positivity and, um, and, and art and performance and giving kids respect. And can we, I want to, I was going to do this later, but let's do it now. And then we'll have the adverts and then we'll have a little chat about what we did. He does this thing, right? And I was thinking, oh, we do something similar to that, but I'm going to nick it exactly how he does it. Right. And he would do this on television. He would have a, he would get an an egg timer, a cooker timer. And he would um, set it to a minute and he said, right, we're going to have a minute of silence. This is on TV. And he said, During that minute, I really want you to think about somebody special who's got you where you are today. And they can be alive or they can be dead. But it's someone really important to you. Just have a think. So I thought we could do that now, right? It's a little bit hokey, but it was they did it in the film as well. They had all of the contributors silent for a minute. Oh, it was beautiful. So this is what we're going to do. And if you want to call in afterwards and tell us who you were thinking of, you'd be very, very welcome to. And if you don't want to do it, then you don't have to. That's absolutely fine. But it's kind of a nice exercise, I think. I think we might do this from time to time in various uh, variations. So we're going to have a minute silence. You can close your eyes. You can keep your eyes open. You can go for a walk. You can do whatever you want to do. And in that minute, all I'm asking you to do is to think of someone or, or people who have helped you get to where you are today. OK, it's as vague as that. So you've got a minute and we are going to start that minute in three, two, one.
Who did you think of? My grand. You okay? Was it nice? Yeah. sad because she passed just away give, recently. Yeah, just give she? me a sec. Never sec. Um, well, I was thinking of my mum. And I was thinking, actually, I've not been to see my mum for a while. And I will probably go and see her on Thursday because it's been a little while. And um, I you know, struggle with my relationship with my mum and stuff. But she ain't going to be here forever. Um, and we're adults doing that, right? Imagine that on a show for six-year-olds. How beautiful is that? I'm really. I'm sorry you're upset, Catherine. I know. No, I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry you're upset, and I just kind of sprung that on you. But that's. Um, um, it's nice to remember these people. You're very welcome. You're very welcome to call in, and let me know who you were thinking about. O three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You don't have to, of course, and we'll carry on with the high jinks in a little bit. We've got Cassif and we've got George, and maybe we'll speak to you. Um, Give us a call. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Angela. Good evening, Angela. Hi, evening, Ian. Good evening, uh, Angela. I, I hope you're well. I hope you're well. And uh, Catherine, to mention the well. Okay. Yeah, talking mm. about wells. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was. Th- I did that minute silence, and I was thinking of a friend. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, am I allowed to ask what friend? Um, his name is Jim. Best oh. friend I've had for eighteen years. Yeah, and why were you thinking of Jim? Mm-hmm. Would have called me a plum. <laughs> uh, the other day, I had a bit of a mental breakdown. Oh. But. He would just, things got to top, and I thought, hmm. I think if he was around, I think when someone dies, your world falls apart, but you have to stay strong. Yeah. It's that thing, isn't it? Life carries on, and you stop all the clocks and all of that stuff, but you can't, it carries on. Um, Yeah. But how did it feel thinking about him and remembering him? Hmm. Bit strange because when you know it's all the eighteen years, it's a bit difficult. Yeah. Mm. Well, and um, I nearly carried on walking and walking, and uh, a friend stopped me because they know me round here. Yeah. They asked me where's your safety point, and I said my library is coming day. Yes. They took me to the library and they saw I stayed there. Oh God! Well, what you were doing this when he died? When you found out he died, or after we saw last week, it just oh. kicked off. And oh, last week! Mm. Oh, what well, you were just wandering around, looking a bit lost. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Angela. Mm. Angela. Mm. How are you feeling today? You feeling a little bit more focused? Uh, um, a little bit more focused. Yeah. Um, I think there was other things going on, but that ticked, ticked, ticked. Yeah. And um. And uh, I went to my doctor. Yeah. And I look, I'm not very well, mate. Because I've got a mental breakdown coming. Ooh. And he won't believe me at first. Why are you writing to your doctor? Why are you not um, going and sitting opposite your doctor? That's how it normally uh, works, isn't it? No, I did write to him at first, and then I spoke to him, but yes. he won't believe me. Oh, 
God. Well, you can go. You can go and get a second opinion. You can go. You're allowed to go and speak to another doctor. Mm, but I'm a bit better last few days. Okay. All right, Angela. Well, you hang in there, and thank you for letting us know about. It was Jim, wasn't it? Yeah. Thank you for letting us well, know about Jim. Thanks. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Take care. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Kasif. Hoot, 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 hoot. Hoot, hoot, hoot. Why are you pretending to be an old homosexual man from the 1920s playing a, a penny whistle? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Why are you doing the impression of a ghost? I, I, I'm confused. Because if I think the universal impression of an owl is to it to woo, mate. Oh, you absolute bell end. You don't even know how to do an owl noise. It's twit woo, twit woo. The hooty and the hoot. No, they don't. They go twit twoo. When have you ever heard an owl go hoot 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 hoot? Anyway, this was a silent owl. Otherwise, I would have heard him and I would have turned around and smacked him in the face and kicked him in the ghoulies. (laughs) You ever, Kasif? Kasif, have you ever have you ever been beaten up or attacked or anything? No, to be honest with you. what, What was what was the most painful situation you've ever been in? Uh, why? Because I'm, I'll make the noise of the thing that caused you pain, and let's see how funny that is. That's how fu- I, 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 I nearly died, well, actually, mate. Actually, it, it, it was a clamp. The muscle, it was. It was a what? A clamp? Uh, I, I, I pulled my muscle when I was sleeping, and that woke me up. Flipping it. I'm attacked by a bird of prey, and I'm getting I'm getting trolled by a bloke who hurt himself sleeping? Dear Lord, this is Snowflake Britain. This is this is a he's a Brexit Brexit boy. Dear God, listen to you, you pussy. I hate this phrase, but for you, this is appropriate. Man up. Well, you asked me for my most painful experience. That's it. Well, that's when what you were asleep. I, mean, I was attacked by a bird of prey. I mean, owls and birds are afraid of humans. I mean, why do they attack you for? It must have seen you as a weaker human or something. It did not see me as a weaker human. Birds are not afraid of humans. Where did you get that from? Of course they're afraid. You see a little kid run towards pigeons, and the pigeons all run away. This wasn't a pigeon, mate. Pigeons aren't birds of prey. Pigeons are p- pigeons are like um, rats, right? They're mice. This was an owl. An owl is a bird. An owl can turn its head seven hundred and twenty degrees. Well, Ian, you, you did research on your opponents for the future, then. <laughs> I've been sat in a flipping hospital for three hours thinking I'm going to Google bloody owls! Sorry, Catherine. Sorry, you're right. I'm rising... Don't lose your rag. I am rising to Cassif's bait, and I'm... And I... It wasn't even a very good impression. It doesn't... It's not worth it. Hoot, hoot. Hoot, 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 hoot, hoot. Is that it, Cassie? If you just phoned up to pick on someone who's been in hospital today and might have owl aids. <laughs> you got what? Thanks. <laughs> Hello? Good night, Cassie. Some people. Is this the kind of behaviour you've been encouraging since I've been away? I haven't had any of these plums. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to George. Good evening, George. Just George. Just George. 
Just George. Just George. With, uh, with the Enchantress, I'm Rainbow George. Okay. With you, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> George. <laughs> well, we're all, we're, we're all different creatures at different... We are, we are looked at through prisms, and through the prism I'm seeing just George today. OK. OK, maybe that will change by the well, end maybe, of Maybe, but I look forward to an email or a comment on YouTube saying that I'm going off you, as, as often seems to be the case. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a very dreamy time for me. Very dreamy. It, it is really. It's. It's. Um, it's. I'm thinking of our film, and you, you're you're the wizard, and Kathy's the enchantress, and it's called Making a Prophet. And I, I, I you're going to be the prophet. You're 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 <laughs> you're going to be the wizard of wonders, and. Uh, that's dreamy and in 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 i i really sensed the rainbow connection and uh i was thinking about him before the minute started but i, I do think that uh the spirit of peter cook is watching over us and yep. play and playing a game with you first it was the well yeah. and then it was the owl this is people peter's doing is it a bastard and uh, and uh, <laughs> the bandages round your head what's going to be because things come in threes so, so, so. well <laughs> someone said is, is your next thing you're going to have your testicle ripped off by a swan you know what no Possibly. no it's got to be your head huh? i mean the world you were in the studio with your bandaged head and and now with with the owl you've got your bandaged Head, so it's, it's got to be a hat trick, I think. Well, is, uh, yes. I, ho- it, I hope not. I'm, I, I maybe I'm hoping against hope that that's it. That's enough of these ridiculous injuries. Yeah, but the, in in my mind, there are no accidents. Uh, everything that happens is 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 made to happen. Yeah. Every, every everything is is being directed. Is it's. Uh, just started writing a lyric, sort of, could it be, question mark. Oh. Could it be... Could it the, be, could it be... Could, did you get a, Did you see a video no. I sent you yesterday? I, no? don't, I don't click on links. And it's not just your links, it's Lane's links. It's... Ever, I just... I, Catherine's links. Catherine was upset to think, to realise today that she's part of my non-link clicking... I just don't click on links. Life's too short to click on links. Oh no! No, I so I yeah. was in Hampstead yesterday at yeah. the, the, the highest point in London by the Whitestone yes. Pond with a three-piece band, and oh. we recorded something there, and I sent it to you, and I but you didn't I bother to look at it. No, I didn't bother. Well, I didn't bother. I, I, I bother, you say bother. I just, I just, I, I have a rule, and it's a rule that I'm, I'm pretty strict with. I just don't click on links. I just don't do it. Yeah, no, no, even if you know who they're yeah. coming from. I don't click on links from Catherine, and she found that out today and was genuinely as as shocked as you are about this. She's going, yeah, but you click on my links. I said, no, I don't. I do not click on links. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. So everybody, stop sending me links. I'm not sending you links. Good. Ever again. No, good. No, you're saying that as though that's a threat. That's mm-hmm. actually a good thing. No, that's fine. Good, because I, w- I will never click on them. Okay. Good. Good. Thank you. So can we look forward to, to July 13th? What's happening on July 13th? We're working. 
Yes, you're working, and I, I'll be working too, I suppose. It's, it, it, it's the 33rd anniversary oh. of Live Aid. It's the day that uh, Donald Duck Trump is scheduled to arrive in London. And at long last, it will actually be the launch of the oh. the Wonder Party. So, so, so I'm, I'm thinking it would be nice if somehow you could... We could link to to, to you at ten o'clock, and well. and and. Uh, <laughs> well, you can phone in. Yeah. Sorry. You can phone in. That's what I've said. Yeah, you can phone in. Definitely. Well, it, it will be launched with a song, and and okay. and, and, and so I, I I thought it would be wonderful if you had an exclusive on that on mm. on talk radio on 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 Friday the thirteenth. Of, of July. Sure, okay, sure, why not? The, the, yeah. the, the launch of the party to end all. Okay, but if the song parties. if the song is rubbish, we'll stop it. No, the song is lovely. And, and right. I, I sent it to you. You didn't click on it. You didn't click on it. Don't click on links. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, well, has the link dis- has the link now disappeared? I don't know. I don't know. I saw it. I see links and emails. I go, I'm not clicking on that. It's not, don't take it personally. Honestly, Catherine is my best friend. And she was gutted today when she said, you click on that link. I said, Catherine, I don't click on links. What, even mine? Yes, even you. I just don't do it. I lost my temper the other day. I used to have a terrible temper. Oh, and I, 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 can't, I can't remember the last time I, oh. I lost it. Well, who did you lose <laughs> your temper with, Catherine? No. Because I understand that. Shut up. No. Get stuff. Manager of, of, of a coffee house in Hampstead. Oh, <laughs> and because I've gone to Hampstead because did he not click your link? No, the, 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 there's a Maison Blanc uh, yeah. site has been uh, empty for a couple of years, and squatters moved in a few weeks ago. Just copying you. So, so I went there to try and connect with the squatters because I wanted to use their window to advertise the party on july the 13th yeah. but they 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 they're, they're not on my wavelength at all and, 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 and well, where are they on skunk. sorry the skunk they're on a skunk wavelength and he's on a pure thai red stick wavelength why do you say i wish i was yeah me too man me too. I, I, I wish i was yeah. but, but 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 uh what is wrong with getting Getting high. Did, well, hang on a minute. What, what did I? See? <laughs> Why are you not hearing what I said? What, what, when did I say that there was something wrong with getting high? I don't know. I, I didn't. Did, I don't know. The, the implication seems no. to be that I don't know. Um, <laughs> objection. For objection. Ofcom reasons. For ob- Ofcom reasons, we can't advocate the getting high. Well, no. Hang on a minute. I heard you and Katie talking about uh, um, talking about when you took ecstasy. I never took ecstasy. I heard Katie. Talk. I didn't hear you do a disclaimer after that. So um, you can kiss she, it. She, but then she described a really horrible thing that no, happened started, as a result of it. She, she got she, back with an idiot. She's, no, she said she so, had a nice yeah. time. It's that, she made me want to take. I took ecstasy last night. Oh, here's your second offcom. I took an ecstasy last night. Um, I took three ecstasies last night after, because I was listening to your show, no. and it made me it made me you start gurning and think, oh, I want to. And I, so I took drugs last night because of you. Wow. Yeah. They'll be in the mirror. And I'm going to listen to it on the podcast again, so I'll take more. Hampstead is the highest part of London. In what it? respect? 
Well, it is location-wise. Oh, location-wise. But it should be. I see the future. It will become Amsterdam, and, and there'll be lots of coffee shops. and, and uh, you know, it, it, well, I don't know if it will definitely be Hampstead, but it's all so it's going to happen. It's going to be legal over here soon. It's, you know, it's all going to happen. Yeah, but Amsterdam is, 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 it will be the place to, to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> George, listen, but, well, thank you for that. We'll speak again. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Matt. Hello. Hello, Matt. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, man. Apart from got a oh, raging, man. raging headache, and I'm... And I'm a great seeing, big gash in the back of your head. Um, chance to be a oh, fine yeah. thing. <laughs> and I'm seeing a little bit in double. Apart from that, I'm fantastic, man. So did it get you with its talons or with its beak? Um, bit both, wouldn't it? Uh, th- well, I th- think the main thing was talons... Mm. I didn't feel any pecking. I felt kind of like deep scratching. Like it was trying to pick you up and carry you off. <laughs> I did. I think I might have gone up like a couple of inches. I think it might have, well, it I... might have put might have pulled me up in the air a little bit. It's always nice to go up a couple of inches. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, he means his penis inside a vagina. Oh, I did, did, no, I wasn't. No, not at all. Bumhole. <laughs> um, I wanted to. Uh, owls don't actually go to it to woo. Or they do, but it means that there's two owls. Yeah, one yeah. goes to it and one goes, goes to two. Yeah, man yeah. goes to it and the woman goes to They so okay, we can certainly agree, Matt. They don't go That's a kid with a recorder. Like that like that idiot was saying. Yes, he was a bit um left field. Yes, yes. Um, I want to say that I thought your minute silence thing was a lovely idea, and I, I think you should do that again. Well, here's the thing. It, I, totally nicked from Mr. Rogers, right? And it, I, I thought yeah. it was beautiful that he was doing this on a show for six, seven, eight-year-olds. Wow, yeah. man. Wow. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to try something like that with my kids. Um, and you know what? I think we are going to do it again, and we might play around with it a little bit and, and reframe the question. Who do, can I ask who you thought of, if anybody? Yeah, um, I thought about my dad. He died... 2009 mm. and um, kind of miss him yeah um and also just about you know you said a person that got you where you are today and um i am in a place at the moment where i don't want to be um so and part of that kind of takes the edge off the nostalgia for me with him because i think of some of the reasons why i am like i am is because of him yeah yeah um anyway but, you know still it was nice to have a an opportunity just to sit and think mm about him good um, well, i'm i'm I'm, yeah. I'm glad and um you know they they did this in the cinema in the film and it was just so beautiful so bet, beautiful yeah. and, and we often have silence on this show and me and kath think silence is, is the greatest great oh he did he did a thing that we do Catherine. he did it this is mr rogers he would do this on like kids shows right um one of the contributors said well one of the tricks that fred did was he would ask someone a question, and then when they answered, he would stay silent. And that meant they had to talk a bit more, and they would always give you a bit more than they'd originally intended. Now, this is a trick. I don't remember where me and Kath got it from. This is a trick that we've been using for a few years. It's a great one if you're interviewing yeah. like a politician or someone. Classic interview. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. But this was a guy who was doing it on kids' shows just to get people to reveal a little, not to be mean, not to trip them up. Just to encourage people to, to, to reveal a little bit more about themselves than they normally would. The guys, the guys are genius. Here's, I tell you what we'll do, right? If it gets a screening over here, let's arrange a show trip. 
Yeah. Shall we? Yeah. Let's arrange. Yeah. Let's arrange a trip. I'll keep an eye out. It's probably going to be London, guys. I'm sorry, yeah. but we kind of live near London. Um, but if if there's if there's but, a sh- but you can organise satellite trips amongst yourselves. Yeah. people that talk to each other on YouTube and stuff. If we if we if we see that it's on, um, I, I, I'll find I'll find a screening and I'll, I'll I'm not going to pay for the tickets. I'm not stupid. But we'll um, we'll we'll invite you all down there and we'll try and meet up at the same time and sit together and we'll we'll go and watch it together. How's about when, that? When they did it in the cinema you were in, was the whole audience quiet as well for them in it? Well, well, yeah, they were, they were, but then it was a film and people are quiet anyway. And it wasn't that yeah. big an audience because um, I think it's quite a niche film, even by American standards. Yeah. Um, and um, but I, I tell you what, there were there were a couple of instances during the film when people in the audience were openly sobbing. Now, obviously, this guy is has, has, has been a big part of... These people were there, I'm assuming, there a lot of them were in their 40s and 50s and 60s. Small audience, but I'm assuming that Mr Rogers has played some part in their life. Some, there is some mm. nostalgia they associate him with being a kid or with their parents or with their grandparents or whatever. So I'm guessing that his... Um, his persona has slightly more meaning for them than it did for me. I went because I thought it'd be an interesting documentary. I was in tears at bits of it. But they, these people were openly sobbing, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful oh. because of that. I thought I'm going to... It may not even get a cinema release over here. And if it doesn't, I'm going to get the DVD, and we'll we'll hire a cinema somewhere, and we'll... we'll, we'll... You'd think someone like the Prince Charles or someone like that yeah. would do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I'm going to keep my eyes open. And if anyone spots it, won't you be my neighbour being screened anywhere in the UK? You send me an email and let's... Um, well, let's it might be it. time to call in that favour from the guy at the Regent Street um, cinema he was r- up for. R- r- wasn't it Riley? Not Riley. R- um, I emailed him the other day. What was his name? R- 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 hang on. Ripley. 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 That was it. Ripley. Ripley Talbot. You know what? I might just do that. Hey, thank you for that, Matt. I'm glad. Um, I, I hope the, the, the thoughts of your dad were, were pleasant ones. Well, yeah, you know, mixed, but uh, it's always useful just to kind of reflect for a minute, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Matt. Thanks for that. Take care. Have you back. Ta-ta. See you. There we go. Oh, nice guy. 03444991000 is the telephone number. Guys, do not update your Apple phones because the talk radio app does not work on the update. <laughs> 2018, talk radio bosses, 2018. 0344. So we only just had a show hosted by two women that isn't about fannies. So um, It was a bit about... Oh, you're joking! A bit less than this one, though. 0344 <laughs> 499 Gerard and then Dan. Uh, this is the Late Night Alternative on talk radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. On the radio.co.uk, just trying to cash in on my misery. Ian, Ian Lee claims to have been attacked by an owl. Claims. And, <laughs> and lose a pint of blood. And lose a pint of blood. Ian Lee kicked off his show on Tuesday evening by telling listeners all about being attacked by an owl earlier that day. Oh, sorry, I'm struggling to read it because it's quite emotional. Do you want me to read it? I would actually, yeah. Uh, Where is it? If you go to. Um, I've just retweeted it. If you right, go to my then. thing, and, and I can't. So you mean it. I have to click on your link? You've actually asked for that. Don't don't, uh, don't laugh, Sam. You haven't got to suck up to her now. I'm the boss. Uh, uh, you don't have to, Catherine. You volunteer. I might have muted you. Hang on. Um, where are you? It's the, my, the thing I've just retweeted. Okay, mate. I'm just trying to find it. No, I think I might have muted you. Um, okay, hang on. Uh, I'll just look you up. Unmute. Okay, yeah, I got it. Okay, I'll read it out. Let's see what what what's uh, what here. 
Ian Lee claims to have been attacked by an owl and lose a pint of blood. Ian Lee kicked off his show on Tuesday evening by telling listeners all about being attacked by an owl earlier that day. He says he was taking some time out. You, you're emotional too. In an area he never knew was popular for... Never, he never knew. He says he was taking some time out in an area he never knew was popular for gay men to meet up when an owl attacked him from behind. He made it to hospital with the help of a stranger who drove him all the way there and used a towel to stop the blood from making a mess in his car. He later tweeted a photo of himself in a wheelchair, all bandaged up, saying his head had been glued back together. This is excellent storytelling, by the way, whoever wrote this. Is there a name? No. Why wouldn't you put your name on this? Oh, I know. Ian said he might not make the show, but it appear- he appeared as usual after the 10pm news for his talk radio show. Oh, that's... That's two shows in one sentence, mate. I mean, my dad would have had a red pen Come on, on please. He joked that he should have an owl, don't know why there's a capital letter on the O, representative on the show to apologise on behalf of the owl yeah. which attacked him. OK, two owls yeah, in one sentence. Yeah. Um, not long ago, he says he fell down a well and often makes up pretend situations for his listeners. Sorry? That was apparently, that's English. Not long ago, he says he oh. fell down a well and often makes up pretend situations for his listeners. Well, that's not true. It's not true. I mean... Okay. Uh, the paragraph about the gay men again. He liked that one, didn't he? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I didn't... I didn't I, people now... I'm just worried that people are going to read that as I was there gay cruising. Well. And I genuinely didn't know. It's Kevin Spacey all over again. Well, no, it's not quite that. No, oh, no, no, I'm talking about the other... Oh, Uh, He says he was taking some time out in an area he never knew was popular for gay men to meet up when an owl... When an owl... Sorry. It's tough for all of us. He says he was taking some... uh, Let me just take another run up. Okay, go on. In fact, I'll do the sentence before and then I'll trick myself into reading the next one. There you go. Ian Lee kicked off his show on Tuesday evening by Mm. telling listeners all about being attacked by an owl earlier that day. He says he was taking some time out in an area he never knew was popular for gay men to meet up when an owl attacked him from behind. There we go. That's um, that's my day. How's your day going? Good evening, Gerard. How's it doing? How's it doing? How's it doing? Kathy, okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Thanks, Gerard. Fine, fine. Listen, in a very, very poignant moment, you were talking about that movie, The Union in America, with that guy, uh, Rogers, I believe. Yeah, Mr. Rogers. Uh, yes. Very, very poignant. You know, it was, it was, I, I made a reflection on my mother. Oh, yeah. So she's still alive. She's still alive, like, seeing, and I heard you saying you were going to go and see her. Listen, Ian, go and see your mother. Yeah. She's the pillar. She was obviously in the pillar of strength for me, like, you know, Ken, yeah. I, was, I was going. I was in a bad place uh, yeah. a few years ago, like, you know, not in a very good place. Could say too handy with the the North Shore and the, the twenty pound note scene if you don't Yeah, I know what you're saying, Gerard. Yeah, my drift. If it wasn't for my mother, if it wasn't for my mother, exactly, you know, exactly, buddy. Yeah. Good call. Uh, it was, if it wasn't for my mother, I wouldn't be in the, the best place where I'm now, like, buddy. You know, so stick to that one. You stick that one definitely, buddy. Right. Thank you. And see that movie in. See that movie? I, I heard you saying it might not go national to some of the yeah. kind of the, sort of the big complex like it's came, but seeing well, up, up here in Glasgow, you've got well, it's the long road there, and anyway, you've got sort of one or two independent cinemas. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be maybe framed to one or two independent cinemas in the UK. That's something that you look at. Team, what I'll do, I'll actually oh. look for it up here in yeah. Edinburgh and Glasgow because there's a, an, an independent yeah. cinema. In That's Edinburgh. the kind of place it's going to go to, like an aye, art centre or an aye, indie aye. cinema. It's not going to be in the Odeon or the View. Aye, or the um, that's that, if it gets released over because because getting films released in different countries. 
countries is a really tough thing to do and 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 you know people not many people know who this guy is over here so um it may not be if it doesn't i'll get the dvd and then you can borrow my copy if you want i definitely and I, i'm up for that buddy like, so I, oh and secondly Ian, i'd like to be the second person to take that book buddy oh gerard right um i'm gonna pass you back to sam in a second gerard oh this is right. great perfect oh, we've got I'm an international up, I'm, Ian, I'm up for that but i'm definitely up for that but it's, it's, a, good, it's, a, it's a good way of registering what goes on yeah obviously you've got the, the off comma larkin i know we're working in the industry, they're regulated by certain... Yeah. Uh, the government likes kind of quangos, as they call them, like, yes. seeing, you know? Yes. Ken Strowway, I work for an organisation who's heavily, heavily regulated, so I know what it's like, you know? Yes. But that's, you know, that's a good idea, and definitely yeah. I'm up for that, so I'll be the All same right. person Gerard, to take that book for the... You're a the legend. Caller, um, do we know how long Eben wants it for yet, did he say? We're gonna, are we going to find out? We'll speak... Right. All right, Gerard, you All are right, the... Just, if, he, if, he, if he's got it for a couple of days yeah. or a couple of weeks, I'll take we'll it get then after, you know, I'll follow up for that. Gerard, stay on the line i'm just going to pass you back to sam he's talking to someone but he'll speak to you he'll get your name and address you're the second person to get the late night alternative logbook thank you buddy Ian, thanks 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 again and all the best with your with your, your damage your heat pal thank all you the best, buddy. thank you fella i appreciate that hey this is go this will be great this is going to be a slow burner the logbook for those who missed the beginning of the show uh the the logbook we have a, a late night alternative logbook it's a big red moleskin expensive book and we're going to send it i don't want to see this book for another six months i don't want to see it for a year really but i certainly don't want to see it before christmas so we're going to send it out to you eben is going to be the first person to have it he he has it for a minimum of two days a maximum of two weeks and he has to log down what happens in every show and if he misses a show he kind of has to make it up and i'm happy with that and then when he's finished it's going to get sent on to gerard in scotland we're international we can, you can be anywhere in the world, by the way, dear listener. We, this is this is on our dollar, okay? This, this sending it out. If you if, if you send it on to the next person, we'll reimburse you. Don't worry about that. Uh, we'll get it sent recorded delivery. <laughs> Annoying, and um, well, th- this is this could this could backfire, could get lost, or or it could be a bit of treasure that in 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 a six months time we we put on display somewhere. That's what I'm thinking. Um, let's go to Dan. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, how are you? Thank you very well, thank you, Dan. Apart from the fact I've got a blinding headache and I think I'm going to throw up. It does look like you've got, um, obviously I'm watching on YouTube, but it does look like you've got a teat owl on your head. Oh, um, okay, thanks, thanks, thanks very much for calling, Dan. Let's go, he's waited 45 minutes for that. And every time, almost every time, oh. it, 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 he spoils it for everyone. Let's go to Greg. Good evening, Greg. Oh, hello, Ian. Hello, Greg. Long time listener, but first time caller. Oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. What prompted you to pick up the phone? Well, I'll tell you, actually. I was going to say it's good to have you back in one piece, but um, maybe not so. Um, I'm, in one, I, I'm in one piece. They glued me back together. Oh, tattered. That's, that's yes. good to hear. But um, I was going to say, last week when you were in New York, yeah. you gave me a little bit of um, pleasure in my life. Believe it or not, you sort of cheered me up one day. Oh, yeah, what did I do? Well, about six weeks ago, I was watching you on YouTube, your show, and you had a t shirt on. Yeah. And uh, because I'm a big martial arts fan, there we go. Bruce Lee, mainly Bruce Lee, but yeah. you had a t shirt on, and I took a screen grab, oh. and on Twitter I said, you know, what's the name of his film which you had embossed on your t shirt? Yeah. And Catherine said, oh, that's Angelo, Angela Mel yeah. in something, I forget I can't remember now. what the film is. I was wearing this T-shirt yesterday. Yeah, go on. And I said to Catherine,
Catherine on Twitter. I said, well, next time you're in New York, she's got a restaurant oh, yeah. over there. Oh, yeah, I went there. I know, I know. You tweeted me a photo. And oh, you, like, oh, you're Greg Probert. That's it. Oh, oh, sorry, I've oh. just made a connection. Greg Probert, it's Greg Probert from Twitter. He tweets me about Bruce Lee and Bruce Lyon, clones of Bruce Lee and stuff. That's oh, mate, one, yes. I tweeted you because I knew that, I knew that you'd be one of the only two people I know on Twitter that would get where yeah. I was. Yeah, Matthew and, um... And Michael Worth, probably, yeah. For those who don't know, Angela Mao, she's um, a Hong Kong actress. She was Bruce Lee's sister in Enter the Dragon, and she had quite a successful career on her own. She then she disappeared, did, yeah. and a couple of years ago, she popped up. It turned out she owns a restaurant in, sort of, I think it's in Flushing, which is quite a bit out of Manhattan in New York. Yeah. And, um, and I went there. I went there, um, uh, I think, Thursday or Friday. She wasn't there, Greg, but I spoke to her son, uh, Martin, yeah. I think his name is, or George, I can't remember. And I spoke to her son. I had a lovely lunch. I spoke to her son and said, I've come all the way from the UK. Your mum's story made it over there. And please tell her that I think she's brilliant. She's a legend. And I, and she's doing really well, apparently, Greg. Oh, yeah. I've seen recent photos of her yeah. as well. But, well, yeah. there's a photo of her in the papers, right? With her. Yeah. And there's a, like a flower behind her in a window. That was in the restaurant I was in. I could, I was trying, I could <laughs> see where that picture was taken. And honestly, it was a thrill, man. It was, yeah, yeah. It is a thrill for you to tweet me that photo. Oh. Because you thought, uh, you remembered that I mentioned about it. And yeah. you actually went and yeah. went there. Oh, I, I knew you so get thrilled. it. This is my new philosophy after seeing that Mr. Rogers film, Greg, is to make <laughs> Twitter a loving place of a, an oh, echo right. chamber of art and love and performance. And I thought that you would, you would, I thought it would be a gas for you to see that I'd gone there. So I, that's oh, why I sent it, you that it picture. certainly Bless I you, could brother. speak to you all night about Bruce Lee. I've been a, a Bruce Lee fan since the age of 10, and yeah, I'm 47 me, now. I've oh, me to, too, man. I've been to Seattle twice with Grave, and uh, I've, I've, I've been, been to, to loads of conventions, met Jim Kelly. Oh, Jim shut Williams, up! Really? Saxon, yes. Um, uh, producers of um, Enter a Dragon called Paul Heller. Yeah. I met um, Robert Baker. I don't know if you recognise that name. But is he, does he play the Does he play the Russian in Fist he's of Fury? The Russian, yes. He is <laughs> he's his personal bodyguard for. Yeah. <laughs> I've met him. That I've one got out of Photos on, on my wall, and oh. I've got a I've got a two year old little daughter. Yeah. And there's a signed picture of um, by Robert baker yeah. of bruce lee in, in big boss yeah yeah and it's on my wall upstairs every night she's only about two and a half she says no no bruce lee oh, oh mate get her a game of death tracksuit and some nunchucks I, I have, yes. yeah, of course you I, have i'll tweet you a photo of my daughter with uh, the, her game the, of death tracksuit. Great. she's outgrown it now but she's Beautiful. She certainly had one. Greg, listen. Go on, Kath. By the way, that T-shirt had Dance of Death on it. Dance yes, of Death. That's we go. it. Greg, that's listen, it. we've got to go to the news. Give me yeah. a call back any time you want, brother, and I'm really glad oh, you got the picture I'm and the reference so and it nervous, made your day. I'm just so glad. Oh, don't be nervous about it. I know, I know I know you are. You come on any time, Greg, and it's lovely to talk to you. And th- I really enjoy your tweets as well. Thank you, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. There you go. There you go. Oh, what? Bye, I bro. forgot I went to Angela Mao's restaurant. She wasn't there, and I could have phoned out, and it took me ages to get there because it's in the middle of nowhere flushing but i took the subway and then a bit of um uber pool 
And um, great food, man. Great food. She wasn't there, but I met her son, and it was just a thrill. And he was touched that someone had remembered. Yeah, yeah. I think his name's George. Because I read it and think, I said, you George? He went, yeah. I said, you owe me money. Only joking. I come from the UK, and I just want to say that your mum is awesome. He's like, from the UK? I yeah. said, yeah, oh, yeah. That story broke a couple of years ago. Talked about it on my radio show. Your mum is a legend. You man. said she was a hero, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was lovely. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAV. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh man. 0344 499 I feel quite. Uh... Mm. Uh, sorry, uh, I feel quite nauseous and uh, a bit dizzy after this whole owl thing. Anyway, 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 um, uh, we've got no phone calls, so you can call in now. It, it, I'm just on nine, and it's just, it's made OK magazine. My suffering is once again other people's um, uh, other people's entertainment. I mean, OK magazine. Should we? Should we? Should we click on the OK Magazine link and see what it says? Let's click. OK. OK. You've clicked. You've got to accept all of the uh, cookies. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, OK Magazine, Catherine. Oh, yeah? Um, you mean not OK Magazine? Ian Lee is viciously attacked by an owl, leaving Star bandaged and in shock. Ian Lee has revealed he's in shock after being viciously attacked by an owl. There's the, look, there's a picture they've put in OK Magazine. It's a good shot. It's me outside the hospital there, looking quite pale. Brave, though. Very, very brave. Um, Does it say pale but brave? I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, star. Ian Lee told his followers about the unfortunate incident, revealing he may not make his talk radio show. Ian tweeted, sorry guys, not sure I'll be able to make it. Sounds like a joke, joke but it's not. Just sitting in A&E with blood everywhere. Um, Ian Lee, oh Jesus! They put a picture of an owl in there. They should, should trigger warning. I'm going to scroll past it. Does it say anything about you went somewhere and you never knew it was a? Tell me when I've gone past the picture of the owl. Oh, that's a nasty one as well. Keep going, keep going, oh, Jesus. Keep going. And it says underneath that picture of an owl, it says Ian was attacked by an owl. In a later tweet, along with the picture, Ian revealed he'd been bandaged up by doctors and was in shock, sharing a picture of himself heavily bandaged and giving the camera a thumbs up. Comedian said, I'm not a comedian. Okay, the doctors here are incredible. I've had a tetanus and a few other injections. They glued the scratches on my head back together with glue. Um, despite his injuries, Ian is planning ahead on going to go, go, planning to go ahead with his radio. I can't read properly. Despite his injuries, Ian is planning to go ahead with his radio show writing. I'm woozy and in shock, but fingers crossed he'll be on the air tonight. Ian's owl attack comes after he fell into a well and hurt his ankle on Thursday the 29th of March. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, it's, it's, apparently I tweeted, it is not metaphorical, it's an actual well. This is nuts, phone dying. Help is coming, but I'm a bit shaken. Um, I mean, there should be a pride of Britain in this view, I think. I, I, you would think that there'd be... Do I nominate myself? Um, let me have a look. For that. See how it's done. Digital Spy. Um, 
What digital spy say? Pride of Britain. Because if if you have, if someone has to nominate me, could you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they've got that picture there as well. I think you might have missed it. Do you have to do it in a certain time? Or I don't know. Can we? You, cl- you can be brave any time. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'll have a word with orders about it. She knows, doesn't she? Alexander Armstrong and Richard Osman have been replaced from. Um, Oh, they're joking. Hey, can you find that interview with Gemma Collins? Oh, right, yeah. Have you read it? No, I've heard, I've heard oh, tell. Mate, it's funny. I'll get you to read it out. It's the funny. G- the GC. The GC. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number if you want to um, give us... Hey, good news. The kinks are getting back together. Woo! The kinks are getting back the three surviving original kinks. Um, uh, Ray Davis, uh, Dave Davis, and well, I can't remember the drummer's name. Mick, um, Mick, uh, Mick Avery. Well done. Getting back together. Um, the original bass player, Peter Quaife, has died. The the second bass player, Jim Rodford. J- J- yeah, Jim Rodford. Yeah, he's died. So all I'm saying is, guys, I play bass. Boom, 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 boom. And um, if uh, if anybody is um, struggling to remember any of the lyrics, then we've got somebody who can help you guys. Da, 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 da. There we go. The GC. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, go. This is this is Gemma Collins, the young lady from. What is she from? Made. Uh, no, made in Essex. Made in Essex. No, no, the only way is the only Essex. Way is Essex. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I mixed them up. Yeah, I, I and yeah. interviewed by Dan Wooten, our very own Dan Wooten. Dan Wooten, he works here. Dan Wooten, Catherine likes his show. Dan Wooten, he's a bit of a shit. No. Uh, oh, look at you, you bum Dan Wooten. He's not written anything uh, about me yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like Dan. The Dan, way he Dan, writes. When does Dan do a show here? He does a show here. He sometimes he? fills in. He's been doing like cover shows. When Eamon stay at home doesn't bother. Um, I take that back, Dan. You're not an SH1T. You're, you're, you're a good man. Only because you could write dirt about me. <laughs> Right, the way he writes as well is exactly how he speaks, so I'm, I'm going to have to resist the voice. Is this the interview for Now magazine? No, Dan wasn't talking to him there. No, 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 no. You want to find the transcript of the interview from the Now, oh, now, from now magazine. magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Dan Wooten's interview. No. Uh, it's an interview about her book. Okay. And, and fair play to the, the Now journalist and the editor of Now. They put that interview in word for word. It is... There, someone tweeted a picture of the page... Have you got it? I don't click on links, mate. Is it this? Celebs now? No, mate. That's no exclusive. Gemma Collins interview. Right, but I, I but you don't. Me. No, no, no. But you don't want to see. Ex- Why is this so difficult? You don't want to see extracts of it. You want to find there is. You want to read the interview as it is, word for word. Okay. All right. You do that, and I'll speak to um, uh, an alcoholic blind man. Good evening, Manny. Evening. How you doing, man? I joked about you being an alcoholic blind man, but I'm hoping things are on the mend. Not necessarily your eyes, but your soul. What's going on for you, brother? It's good. Yeah, really? Yeah. Tell, why don't you tell your, your face and your voice? Why don't I? I don't know. They don't listen. Mm-hmm. They don't How listen. How was your holiday? How was your holiday? Um, it was, it was all right. It was all right. It had, I actually had, some, a good time? I had, I had good some great time? times. I saw some good shows. I met up with I Keith know. and the girl. I met up with Imani Coppler and we planned how to murder. We got a great way of murdering people, me and Imani. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, ate some great food, did a lot of walking, did a little bit of shopping, got a nice jacket. You know, it was, it was, it was good. It was good. Thank you, man. He was a bit rude, wasn't he? The man from the, um, 
Luke Duke or Bo Duke? I think it was Bo Duke you're on about. I don't know which Duke it was. He just he just laughed at me, you know, and I thought, oh, yeah. all right, screw you. You should have put a bit of charm on, shouldn't you? You should have put a bit of the southern charm on, but yeah. uh, you didn't. Should, should have grabbed him. Well, I wasn't going to grab him, mate. They've got guns over there. That's all I know from the Dukes of Hazard. Cass done a very nice show for a couple of days. Okay, for a couple of days. Oh, funny, because she was on for four, so only two of them were any good. Good. That's those are are the stats I like to hear. (laughs) Don't tell her. But I thought she was. I thought they were both. You know, I I thought they were both brilliant, and I was very, very proud of the best. How come? What happened with this owl? I never heard about this. When got, did that it happened um, earlier this afternoon. I got attacked by an owl in um, uh, uh, in the countryside. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's dug its talons into my head, and uh, it's I'm all right. I'm I'm a bit out of it, uh, but I'm quite high. And well, what are you going to take three weeks to get your blood test? Uh, that's for the owl aids. I've had a tetanus. And the owl it just takes three weeks. Um, it, it, it's unlikely. It's, it's mainly um, northern owls that, that have it, but um, southern owls generally okay. But it's it's a risk. It's a risk. It's a real mm, risk. Yeah. Yeah. I, hope, I, hope, I hope it's good news. I hope it's good news. Thanks, Manny. Have you found that thing yet, Catherine? Yeah, it was the right place, and you told me to look in a different place. Well, can it's I see? Someone taking you... a picture of it. Right. But this is the actual transcript. There, it's there. Okay. All so right. thanks very much for interference. It slowed everything up. And someone, someone has got a little bit, um, uh, T-B-F-H-B. You know what I'm saying, man? T-B-F-H-B. T-B-F for Freddy. H-B. T-B-F-H-B. It's a well-known phrase or saying, Manny. You've got 30 seconds to try and work out what it is, and your 30 seconds starts now. TB FHB. There's a million pounds at stake here, man. It's a well-known phrase. I'll say. It's gonna be rude, eh? It's not rude. I don't. Know. I'm not gonna waste your time. Yep, you've got another 19 it's seconds. TB. Would you like one how of the words? How are you, Cap? No, don't. Would you like the the second word is big, big. T big FHB. Big. The big fat house. Oh, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Too big fat house. Well, she does live in a fat house, actually. Um, but no, it's too big for her boots. Too big for her boots, Manny. I am uppity and proud. There we go. Are you happy? You good? Yeah, I'm all right. You've done a good show, Manny. Okay, thanks for calling, Manny. Uh, Manny let's just go so to the much. adverts. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, let me just take this. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello, yes, you're on the air. Is that Ian Lee? Yes, it is, caller, you're on the air. Oh, I can't hear you, mate, on digital radio. I've got you on my phone at the moment. Okay. Well, you, 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 you phoned in. Yeah, I phoned in because um, I can't get you my DAB radio, but I'm listening to you through my phone uh, at the moment. Now, uh, well, now, this is interesting, because I know that the app no longer works if you... up. So don't update your iPhones, because that will stop the app working. Nice work here, Boffins. But are you saying there's a problem with DAB? 
Yeah, on DAB, uh, you said you come through and then every now and again it fades out and you just go oh, away got, and then come back. I think you've got. A, I think you've got a crap radio. That's all that is. No, it's quite a good one, Ian. <laughs> right, you, so if you, it's right. So if I walk out into the office and yeah. get the DAB radio there, yeah. and, and walk back and bring it here and play yeah. talk radio, are you telling me it's going to be fading in and out? Yep. Right? You've got a, your voice will come through, and then all of a sudden you know, there'll be no voice, and then it'll come back again. Well, that's why it's radio, over here. Yeah, I'm in, uh, down near Brighton, in East Sussex, so... Brighton. I'll get the radio and walk it out. <laughs> it's gone now, actually. Yeah, he's just gone to find another radio, but I'm getting people sending me messages saying their radio works fine. Have you, right, okay, have you tried have you tried doing another have you tried auto tuning your radio in again? I haven't for a while, Kath, no. Might be worth a go. Well, I can try that, I can't I suppose. But so I'm listening just through it on the uh, on the right. mobile phone app at the minute. Right. It seems to be all right on there, it just, just seems to be on DAB. Well the app right, Oh we've got a DAB radio here. We've got people on YouTube saying they, they're they still okay with their DAB. Oh, no, no, no. He, he has told me that this is going to... This is not going to work, so... Let's see. Here we go. It's talk radio. Don't actually know. We're going to get some... Here we go. Right, now, so here we go. We've got people on YouTube So this is the radio now. Okay this is... Oh. Right, so... Right, right I'm going to be quiet right. now. And then the next voices you hear are going to be us from a few seconds ago in the past on D- on on DAB. Is that all right with you, caller? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no worries. Here mate. we go. Know, brother, like right. Here we go. Radio's on. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> right. So, right. I'm going to be quiet now. And then the next voices you hear are going to be us from a few seconds ago in the past on D- on on DAB. Is that all right with you, caller? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no worries. Here mate. we go. Know, brother, like right. Here we go. Radio's on. Here we go. Okay. Right, so right, I'm going to be quiet now, and then the next voices you hear are going to be us from a few seconds ago in the past on D- on on DAB. Is that all right with you, caller? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no worries. Here we go. Right, here we go. Radio's on. Here we go. Okay. Right, so right, I'm going to be quiet now, and then the next voices you hear are going to be us from a few seconds ago in the past on D- on on DAB. Is that all right with you, caller?
ship floating on a coca's mic boating Ride around the rock on the face of the clock She's shrill ringing, singing in the big band mission So she said, so she said She's a coward, she's a cheat and she speaks She's a coward, she's a cheat and she speaks My funny wasn't it oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand so Gemma Collins who I've worked with years ago but I like Gemma but some people don't so she's got a book out and she did an interview for now magazine Catherine could you read the whole thing you can even do voices if you fancy oh I will yeah of course you will no you need no invitation for that hi Gemma how are you I'm very good how are you (laughs) good what have you been up to today I've been doing loads of interviews for my book, just like I'm doing now. It's been very full on. So, tell me about your book. How did it come about? Have you read it, hun? No, I haven't, I'm afraid. OK, so you're doing this interview without having without having done any research or read the book or anything? Oh, I wasn't sent it. PR says, it's only been sent to certain people and it's not out yet. She'd have been lucky to have already read a copy. Who do you work for? Now Magazine. Gemma to her PR. All these questions need to be about the book, and if they haven't got the book in front of them, they would have been briefed on the book, though. Okay, have you been briefed on the book, hun? Yes. All right, go for it, then. What is it you wanted to ask me? How did the book come about? Well, basically, I read Pocket Kim Wisdom, a book of quotes from Kim Kardashian. My mum bought it for me, and it was absolutely hilarious. So I thought, you know what? I need to do my version of it, and it's literally what I've done. This was my whole inspo for the book. And what kind of advice do you have in there? Um, have they given you any stuff from the book? Then you'd know. It's going to be hard to do this if you don't know. Basically, it's a real fun, fun, fun guide to life and the best version of you. How have you specifically earned your divaship? I've been through a lot in my life. I'm a real ambassador for all the girls out there. And basically, yeah, that's that really. I'm GC, baby. What's the best advice you give in the book? Well, if you read it, you'd know. So I think wait until you get a copy and then you'll be able to embrace the book. It's hard to do an interview if you haven't done any research on the book or sent it. <laughs> so I'm going to get them to send you a book and then you can read up on it. And then maybe we can do this another time because we're meant to be doing an interview on the book. But if you haven't got the book in front of you, then you won't know what it's about. Do we have the next question? That's PR. Do you see what I'm saying? It's hard for the girl to do the interview if she hasn't got the book and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. So what was your next question for Gemma? What well, they weren't about the book specifically. Okay, so this was meant to be about the book. Basically, any of the interviews have to be about the book. Anything else isn't relevant. Darling, don't worry. We're going to get the book publishers to send everyone doing an interview the book. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) 
have they published it word for word? <laughs> that is incredible. Wow. I mean, because the rules of the game are, you've got a book to plug, you do a 20-minute interview, five, six, seven minutes is about the book, and the rest of the interview is about, you know, unless you've been specifically said you can't, the rest of it is about, you know, life and what's going on and stuff like that. And as long as, you, as, long as you've got the book at the front and at the end, and everyone's happy. There is an art to doing it, and you, when you watch the interviews that people do on TV, like, good morning, watch GMB one morning, right? You'll yeah. see people going on, ostensibly to have a little chin wag, and they'll drop the book yeah. title in about three times. Yeah, yeah. And there'll be high fives all around when they come off uh, camera because they've managed to charm. That's the whole yeah. point. You charm people into reading it. You don't tell them exactly what's in the book because then it's pointless people how, reading it. How are you finding life at the moment? Well, I wish I'd had this book a few a couple of years ago because it would have sorted me out because it just kills you how to get deal with things. Or as you'll hear in the book, I mean, I've had a really hard time. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it all here, but let's just say... And, and they might give you like one little tidbit from the book, but you don't tell it. You don't go, right, page five, if you'd have, like to all... Have you read the book? No, no, we haven't sent any copies of the book out. Well, she needs to. It's just fantastic, isn't it? Oh three four four, and thank you for that performance, Catherine. Oh three four four, four nine nine one thousand is the phone number. You know the um the uh, uh, is that a meme? You know the meme, and I never really understood this. I'm a meme. Sure- you know so that Jeremy Collins called it a meme. A meme. You know that meme. I'm showing it to you where it's the guy looking at another woman while his girlfriend watches yeah. him. Yeah. And he doesn't realise he's been And spotted. I don't know what that is for, but it's been used for lots of jokes. It was a stock photo. Right. And there's a few of them, like them walking along, yeah. this couple, and then okay. she walks but by. It became a phenomenon. Yeah. And, uh, well, someone has done some research into the girlfriend, the girl on the right. Okay. And this is quite funny. It's going to be tricky to describe. Um, this is a photo on Twitter. Distracted boyfriend's partner is stunned by phone and computer screens. The distracted boyfriend meme, based on a stock photograph of a man looking at another woman while his partner watches in disgust, has yeah. been a phenomenon. There's now another backstory to the woman's life. So it's this this woman on the right we're looking at, right? The disgruntled girlfriend. Yeah. Um, no, right, so this is some guy called Ernie Smith, short form Ernie on Twitter, right? No, the girl on the right, I have something to show you guys. <laughs> She's easily shocked when she looks at screens. <laughs> So there's the girl looking at a mobile phone, big bug eyes, op- o mouth. Next one. <laughs> I mean, really, really shocked. How would you describe that? It's the same girl, same face, different shirt, different day, different phone. Okay. Absolutely in disbelief. Same again. It's the same girl, a different, different shirt, probably a different day, different phone, still shocked. Her friends are shocked too. So there's a picture with her doing the bug eyes, the O-mouth, looking at her phone, and she's got two friends doing exactly the same faces. She's even shocked when using a laptop. She's cornered the market in shocked. <laughs> and things are shocking even when she's with her friend, and it goes on. She's even shocked as wear- when she's wearing a blue shirt, but not as shocked as she usually is. If I were her, I'd just be in constant shock state all the time. <laughs> Especially when wearing glasses, is one of her. And it goes on and on. Or she's even shocked when reading a letter while still in front of a screen. It goes on, or looking at someone else's phone, or while paying for something online at the coffee shop, or while at the beach on a nice day, or while going over the annual report with a co-worker. 
and here's one where there's no computer or even without a phone at all. It's so someone, <laughs> and it, t- it goes on that she's quite possibly a, a span. They think she's a Spanish model, and these are all stock photos. So she, you know, it's one of her jobs. So she goes around and she takes all these pictures and things. But um, someone that this this um, uh, uh, short form Ernie has put in the work and has found all of these stock photos of her doing shocked faces oh it's great you know i'll retweet that if i can work out how to another 30 minutes of this dear listener i don't want to say anything but when i listened to kath's show last night she had a load of phone calls and they weren't all from dullards like simon from the new forest who's just dialed in so we can get some good calls please you had a you had a, an american trucker with a great big horn ha, ha. she loved it this is the late night alternative with ian and kath on talk radio Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, what's this? James says when you listen to the late night alternative and they play weird music, you ring up to play. Yes word or S word. Music stops and it wasn't that feature, so cancel the call. Then get two calls shortly after. One private, one actual number. What the hell are you on about, man? I think you dialed a wrong number. Uh, let's go to Simon in the New Forest, one of my favourite callers. Oh, good evening. I've got a couple of dollar uh, points for you. Yes. Being a dollar, you yes. know. Oh, can I just say as well, um, Calf. Yes. God. You know when you did Yes Word or S Word last night? Yeah. Your um, producer wouldn't let me on. She just said, call back another time. That you probably... I thought, oh. She, she, right, Hayley did. Um, probably because um, you'd already been on? Or uh, or it had finished? Or, hang on a minute, you you mean for Yes Word or S Word, you weren't taking calls straight to her? I did take calls straight to her. Well, Simon was not taking... You must have missed it, it must have finished. Simon went through to a producer. You must have finished. Uh, I'm surprised you had a producer working on your show, because I don't get one. I'm really sorry, Simon, that you felt ill-treated during my absence. I'm back now, shut up for a minute, mate. I'm back now, and um, I'm back now, and normal service is resumed, thank God. There we go. How quickly they took... Kathy were great. Um, and by the way, can I just say S word? <laughs> that was funny last night. Oh, no, no, yes word. Sorry, yes word. What? No, I thought it was really good. I'm going to cut him off now. He's being an idiot. Um, oh, look, and Chris, um, Chris enjoyed your shows. Chris enjoyed your shows. Good, I, I enjoy Chris. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine. 1,000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh, I should just say... Um, no spoilers here, guys, but The Staircase, right? It's on Netflix, big documentary series. It's another one of those murder, murder series that are really popular at the moment. And Netflix seems to do them really well. And, uh, and I'm quite late to the party, but, um, I watched half of it on the way out to New York because they were, hey, Gavik, flipping hell, right? So flying out to New York, right? Norwegian. So it wasn't on. It's that thing where you book tickets on one flight, but then you're on another airline. I was on Wamos. What? What's Wamos? Spanish, I think. Wamos. Wamos. Right. Anyway, so you're on there. And you think, right? Going to settle down. Going to watch some movies. Yeah, because when we went to New York, yeah. it was supposed to be Fin Air, and it ended up being uh, American, didn't it? Yeah, but we had movies. Yeah. Right. So now, I've, I've, all the flights I've been on in this century, get your own controller, and you can go through hundreds of movies. So mm-hmm. we got on the plane. No 
movies. No movies. No mo- no, the controller was screwed into the arm of the chair, thinking, oh, this is bad. I, I'm slightly disingenuous. They showed two movies that you had to watch, that they just showed them, and you had to watch them. Well, like in the olden days, where there was one screen down the bottom wasn't a screen. and one in the middle. I thought they were going to do that. I've been on a plane, actually, where they did that once, plane to Hawaii. But no, it, it, was, it was on the screen, right? The first film they showed was Murder on the Orient Express. Flipping it. The second one was Justice League. I thought, oh, I'll watch Justice League. They didn't have any headphones, so you had to plug your own headphones in. The headphones only worked in one ear. And I didn't know you could get Justice League on VHS, because the quality would imply... You know when you go to... You don't get it so much now, but you used to go to like old post offices and that used to be video rental. Yeah. And they'll have a, a big bucket of VHS tapes, 50 pence, or, or, you know, three for a quid, yeah. right? With crap tracking. It was that quality. <laughs> so I thought, stop that. So I, I watched some of The Staircase on my phone, but I didn't have a battery charger or anything, so the, the thing went out, so... Uh, yeah. But so I watched half the staircase flying out and half coming back. I've done it. I've seen it. There's two new episodes that they've had up there um, that um, weren't there uh, uh, before. right? And so I'm really into it, really into it. And I've done it. And then so loads of people said, oh, you should listen to the podcast Beyond Reasonable Doubt by Chris Warburton for Five Live. It's like a BBC podcast. And I, I was thinking... Uh, I've just sat through 13, 14 episodes. I can't, mm-hmm. I cannot sit through the whole story again in podcast form. But then I listened to the penultimate episode. There's some new episodes coming out of this beyond reasonable doubt. So I listened to the penultimate episode and it's a, it's an interview with Michael, with Michael Peterson, the, the guy that's accused of the murder. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I listened to that. And I quite enjoyed it. And then I'm listening to the one after it. And actually, I'm going to do the whole series. Anyway, Chris Warburton is coming on the show next Wednesday. And, and, and he's doing, he's got a couple more episodes that are going to be, his series is finished. But because Netflix dropped two more episodes, he's going to drop two more episodes. And we might be in one of his, he's asked if, if the interview is, you know, covers ground that he's happy with. Can he put it in the podcast? I said, oh. dude, of course you can. Might be in a BBC podcast. Up yours, three counties. Um, so uh, so he's going to come on the show next Wednesday, right, to talk about that. Because here's the thing. The staircase is very heavily biased in, in favour of Michael Peterson, the guy accused of the murder. And apparently the podcast is, is more impartial, possibly favoured t- t- towards the murder victim. You know, so, so, so the, the series kind of, you know, no spoilers, no spoilers, but the, but, but the bias is, is, is there and it's pretty obvious to see. And the podcast comes up with different conclusions to, to a few of these threads, lots of different threads. And the podcast comes up with slightly different ones to the thing. And also he told me something really interesting. Here's something for you facts fans. It's not a spoiler. Michael Peterson had a, has had, had, I don't know if he still had a 15 year relationship with the editor of the documentary series. Oh. Now, you're you're a journalist. I'm going to I'm listening. I'm going to get up and turn the heating down a bit cuz I'm a bit hot. That's that's bent, isn't it? That's 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 a bit bent. It wouldn't be allowed. I mean, certainly the BBC wouldn't be allowed. You'd have to declare that interest and that would be too much. That would be way too much. It's not it's even a- like Oh, you know, I've been for a dinner with them before I knew that they'd done something, and so we, we've got an old friendship. 
Having a relationship with someone for 15 years kind of rules you out of the impartial yeah. bracket. Oh, it's, a Fre- it's a French film crew, so it's just, and they've been filming them for years. But I thought, oh, that's a bit suspicious. So they've been filming them for years yeah. and having a relationship at the same time as filming? It would appear oh, so. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Um, and also, there's loads of stuff that wasn't in the documentary. Here's something for you guys. And this, I don't want to dwell too much on this, but, and this will mean nothing to you, Catherine, but to some people it will, if you've seen the whole series. During the trial, he bought three blowpokes. First of all, I'd never heard of a blowpoke before. It's kind of like a poker that you blow through. Um, but he bought three blowpokes. That wasn't meant. There's loads that isn't mentioned. Anyway, so Chris has done this podcast. He's interviewed Michael Peter. He's interviewed a lot of the key players, all of the key players. He's going to come on the show next Wednesday. So the first hour next Wednesday, this goes against everything you're taught in radio. If you're halfway through the staircase or if you intend to watch it, don't listen to the first hour next Wednesday because we are going to... Um, or do what I'm going to do, binge between now binge, and then. binge, but there's going to be spoilers because we're going to talk about the ending, we're going to talk about the new episodes that dropped recently, we're going to talk about everything, okay? And we'll, we'll remind you again on Wednesday. I'm also really, really trying, and we think we have a phone number, but if anyone can help, we're trying to get the sister of Kathleen. Her name is uh, Candice Zamperini. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the sister of the, the, the woman who died, was murdered. You decide. Um, and I'm tr- I've got a phone number. Catherine's found a phone number. We think it's her. Um, I'll give her a call tomorrow. Give Let's her a call see. tomorrow. Let's, Let's see. see and see if we can persuade her to come on. I don't think we will persuade her, but I'd love to talk to her because she's been getting a lot of flack online because she, um, I'll hold back a bit because I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm really aware that a lot of people haven't seen it, so I don't want to give spoilers. I'm going to give her a call tomorrow. Next Wednesday, 10 o'clock. Um, we're going to have um, Chris Warburton on to talk about it, and we're going to probably spend the first hour, whole hour of the show. Also, next Tuesday, uh, we no, not not next Tuesday, Thursday, isn't it? Don't, I don't know. You tell me. You're the producer. Who, who, what's next Tuesday? Uri Geller. No, that's tomorrow. Bloody hell, is it? Yeah. Oh, we've got Uri Geller tomorrow. Have your spoons at the ready, guys. Good evening, Louise. Hello, welcome back, Ian. Thank you, Louise. <laughs> Good evening, Kath. Hi, yeah. Hi, are you, Ian? I hope you you feel a lot better soon. I I do. I feel I feel quite nauseous actually. I do feel a bit sick, but I'm going to be all right. We're going to be all right. We're going to oh, get there. I We're hope you feel it. better soon. Thank you, mate. <laughs> um, I'm just bringing up to see if I could possibly be the third person to have the book. Wowzers! Okay, get to Northern Ireland. Okay, uh, in theory, yes. L- let's hold our horses a little bit, only because. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. And, and uh, this isn't me saying, oh, yes, of course you can. Quick, don't let her have the book. Yes, in theory you can, <laughs> but can you phone up um, when we find out when the second person, uh, Gerard, Gerard, when we find out when Gerard wants to hand it back? Is it okay if we do it that way, Louise? Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, just because otherwise it becomes a little bit of a nightmare in terms of remembering. and So I don't want to book... I'm, I'm, I'm really comfortable having two people in advance any more than that if it gets a little bit tricky but how do you think you're going to do it louise what kind of technique are you going to do to fill in the logbook oh that's a very good question i haven't thought that far okay. in advance yet um and maybe maybe just want to surprise you all right but beautiful fine i don't <laughs> so I, I genuinely I don't want to look in that book until Christmas. And here's, the th- here's for those who just tuned in, we've got a log book. We're going to send it out to listeners for a minimum of two shows, a maximum of two weeks. Um, and they are going to record everything that happens on the shows. They can also record what happens in their own lives as well. And then in theory, 
they then send it on to the next listener. Now, I, I get that some listeners might not want to give other listeners their address. That's fine. So it will get sent back to us. But when it gets sent back to us, Catherine and I will not look in that book. No. You cool with that, Catherine? Yeah, absolutely. We will not look in that book. I don't want to look in that book until... Um, well, maybe we do it Christmas or New Year's Eve or something like that. We, that maybe that's maybe that's what we do. Is we go through the if we if we're on air on New Year's Eve, maybe we go through it on Have New Year's Eve. Yeah. Maybe we do that yeah. little look back on mm. the year. There we go. That's almost like a thing. So me and Catherine will not look in that book until Christmas, New Year's Eve time. That's that sounds like a plan, doesn't it? That actually sounds like a really good idea. It does I don't I'll look I, back over the year? I've had, I've had a good idea, Louise. Well Louise, listen, uh, we're sending it to Eben tomorrow. He'll get it hopefully for Friday, maybe Thursday, Friday, um, and then Gerard's going to get it after that. And then give us a call when we know when Gerard's handing it in. Louise, thank you very much indeed. There could be this is going to be a slow burner. This logbook. I was worried that no one would go for it, but we've got some people. and We've got people, you know, scattered quite a distance away. Is Eben in Wales? Yeah. Well, this is brilliant. So we've got Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland. Boom. Hey, this is fantastic. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. James, stay there. Come to you in a bit. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here's um, something for you, uh, horn dogs. Kath is really, really stiff. <laughs> I am so stiff. Why don't you tell the boys and girls, uh, before we go to James, why you are so stiff? Well, you know this weekend was a particularly hot one. Oh, yes. I bought the girls a slip and slide for the back garden. So this is a big, long sheet of plastic that you put fairy yeah. liquid on and you slide down it. It's got water jets in it. You hook it up to the, oh. um, you hook it up to the um, hose pipe. Okay, And it's right. got kind of bumpers at the sides yeah. that have got little holes in, so that kind of sprays okay. on. To the side. And then that. at the bottom, um, it kind of tails into a sort of a very, very shallow splash pool. Yeah. So you end up splashing into that at the yeah. end. Yeah. Anyway, so I bought it for the girls and they've never seen it done before. No. I've only seen it done on telly. Yeah. You've been framed in that. Yeah. yeah. And so. Well, you've been framed. They go like for miles. Yeah. Yeah. My bush. garden isn't really big enough. No. So um, it, we had to do it very carefully and you were going to end up in. A, I did end up face first in, in the bush quite, <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> So, uh, hey, fellas. So, uh, the gir- the girls, and then eventually they. Did you them- miss this casual sexism when I was away? Really, <laughs> the girl? No, because Condi held the uh, held that end. Up. <laughs> um, I just find women's voices really annoying. Says the man who's married to an opera singer and talks like a girl. <laughs> anyway, bless him. Um, he took it back, so all's forgiven. Only because he had to. Yeah. Well. So anyway, sorry. Go on. He, he read that apology out very well. Um. So, yeah, the girls were playing on it and they were doing it all wrong. So I said, oh, girls, I think I'm going to have to show you how to do this, aren't I? <laughs> and they went, yay! Mum's so, a dick as well! <laughs> so upstairs I went. My eldest said, oh, go and put your bikini on. I went, bikini, no fear. It's got to be a one-piece for this. This is heavy-duty slip and sliding and uh, bikini is not going not gonna to work. So I went and put this really unflattering one-piece I've got from when I just had one of them. You know, when yeah. you've got little babies and you take them swimming, it's no point putting anything strappy and small on because it's going to end up around your neck because <laughs> they drag everything up and down. So I had this this bikini. I look like Free Willy. I, so I had this. Well, this is why I don't want to do it because I could be. <laughs> if I couldn't do it in front of children, in case I was Free Willy. This, big, this black with this black <laughs> sort of post-pregnancy thing on. Yeah. And um, I went right. Clear the clear the area, girls. Yeah. Put a bit of uh, fairy liquid on it. Yeah. I had about fifteen goes on it. You Getting me, faster every time. You sent me a video. It looked, um, 
<laughs> you kind of, it's horrendous. difficult when you were grown up because you're um, higher off the ground. But so. what the, your girls were doing wrong is they were going down and then falling backwards on their bum. And of yeah. course, you've got, got to, to go dive forward, forward like Superman. That's but that's a, t- it's a tough thing to do. And also, our garden isn't really big enough to get a oh. decent run up before you hit the slidey bit, right? right? So. I had to put a bucket halfway down and go, right, when you get to the bucket, that's when you launch yourself. Right, okay. <laughs> so, and I demonstrated. <laughs> and it was really good fun. I absolutely loved it. I mean, I looked an absolute But you beast. can't walk today. I can't, right? My stomach muscle, I must have ripped all my stomach muscles my, up to my ribs. My thighs are killing me. I feel like I've been doing a workout. I was walking down behind Catherine down some stairs. <gasps> I'm all right going upstairs, but downstairs is really bad. Every, honestly, every, every step... <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It was outrageous. My arms are really aching. So what I'm saying is, save yourself forty quid a week going to the gym. These things are like a tenner at the supermarket. Get one of those. One of those. Do a weekend. You, no, you can't even do it every other day because you won't be able to walk for three days after using it. But it's amazing, and um, I'm going to have another go this weekend. Here we go. Um, hey James, how you doing? Hey man, I'm good. Good to see you back. But um, Catherine's done a great job filling in for you. Didn't she just? Um, so I'm so proud of her. <laughs> I did um, tune in two days in a row and they were talking about willies both times. Hey! Well, what else is there to discuss? Whoa! Yeah, well, exactly. Willy, we all know that willies are the most, um, the most important thing in the world. <laughs> Everyone I've, I've actually just, um, I've just gone out for a walk, um, just enjoying the, the weather, to be honest. But, um, oh, nighttime weather. Is oh, there weather at oh, night time? Yeah, dark. Okay. Dark oh, weather. Hold up. What, what, what the hell? What, what, what the... What, 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 what? What? James? Uh-oh. Oh, James, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Get stuffed. Get stuffed. <laughs> I'm not having that. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. We gave him free tickets to some of our shows once. And now, now he's barred. I want a photocopy of his horrible little face <laughs> stuck up on the doors with a, um, a mark through it. Like they have a petrol with station. A right twit. Um, Two on it. Good evening, Lorna. Oh, hi there, Ian. Hello, Lorna. Nice to talk to someone sensible at last. Well, I'd hang Be quiet. Yes, Lorna. (laughs) Hi. Well, um, having heard there's been volunteers for the uh, logbook from Wales, Scotland and Ireland, I want to put my hat in the ring for being the English contributor. Uh, At last, England rises to the challenge. (laughs) Um, Lorna, what, what, um, what is your, what are your credentials? Are you a journalist? Do you keep a diary? Do you write a shopping list? Um, yes, I do, do shopping lists. I, um, I'm a former English teacher. Oh. At the moment I'm doing marking English GCSE exams. Oh. So. I think you might be overqualified. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> She's certainly the most intelligent of all the listeners that we have. <laughs> the next teacher, flipping. Hey, listen, Lorna, when you're marking yeah. the um, GCSEs, right, do, yeah. and, and you see someone who's tried really hard but isn't that bright, are you allowed to, yeah. like, give them a few extra points? Do, do you... All right, allowed. Let me take that back. Do you sometimes give people a few extra points because you feel sorry for them? Uh, yeah, if I can find something in the mark scheme to back it up, yes, and I can usually find something. And do or you like neat writing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and do you ever take points away because you just don't? You, you, sometimes you get a vibe when you're reading something that you think. I don't like this person. I bet they're a real tosser. Do you, <laughs> do you ever like mark them down from like a B minus to a C plus because you you just don't like the vibe from them? Um, I'm not not now. Not now. I'm doing an exam. But you used to. Board, but when I was marking in school for certain kids, yeah, definitely. Just because you didn't like them. 
Did you? Were you the well, sort of teacher? I didn't like them just because I didn't like the way they treated the people, maybe oh, that kind of I thing. Love it. This is great. Were you the sort of teacher who'd put like a question mark next to a paragraph and you were marking like what? What you want about? Yes. Brilliant. <laughs> I t- right, Lorna, listen, thank you for your expressing an interest. I'm going to say the same thing I said to Lou. Give us a, c- keep yeah. listening. And when we know when, so when we know when Gerard is, is, is going to be handing his, handing the book back, then we'll be looking for a third person. So it, listen, and if you don't get it this time, you will definitely get it at some point, I'm sure. I don't think we're going to be inundated. We've had four calls tonight, <laughs> but I don't think it's going to be like tens of thousands of people. I, I, j- just keep well, trying. And it's we, kind of two months with already, isn't it? That yeah, we've got yeah. willing anyway. Yeah. So g- keep listening, Lorna, and, 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 and call back whenever we mention it. We'll, you, you'll get it at some point, I promise. Okay, well done. Thank thanks you very doing. much, Lorna. Cheers. Bye bye. She marks kids down in school because she doesn't like it when they're mean to other kids. That is brilliant. I knew teachers were bent. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. For those that don't know what we're talking about, very briefly, it's um, uh, uh, the, the late night alternative logbook. I am displaying it here. Um, there's a the, the front page is is kind of got cartoons and graffiti. You're welcome to add to that, and we're going to send it out to listeners and ask them to fill it in and let us know what we've been doing in each show in minute detail, in really vague detail, in pictorial form, in hieroglyphics, in lies. If you want, you can make stuff up. Oh, you know, it'd be really good. Yeah, you know, Dan the artist. Oh, Dan will be great. We'll make sure Dan gets it. Um, come in, Paul. You can do anything you want ba- with it, basically. We've got Eben is going to be the first recipient, uh, and then Gerard, and then we'll see where it goes. We've got a logbook for the show, Paul. Very good. I love the notion of vague detail. Yeah, well, it can, it can <laughs> yeah. be either really, or really specific. Up, you know, at 10.53, Ian said that. Or it can just be utter bullshine if they want. Or also, really the care. mood, I suppose, it inspires in people, because lots of yeah. what we do is about kind of responding or yeah. creating moods for people. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing, Mr. Ross? Very well, and I'm objecting to the people who seek to, you know, seek to kind of chide you and take the mickey out of your horrible owling counter. Thank you, mate. Thank because, you. Thank you. very quickly, uh, when I was training on local papers back in the early 80s, yes. there was a kind of standard job we all did. There was a, an hour reserve still there, near Ippelpen, near Newton Abbott, right? I went mm. out there, interviewed the guy, and he did this all new reporters. Once year we went out there, saw his new stock, and we're going out, and he gave me a chicken wire top hat to put on, okay? And I said, what's this for? He said, put this on. I said, really, what's it for? And he went behind his head, he did it before, he whacked the back of his head, and his left eyeball fell out. Oh! Fact. Okay, and what had happened was they had Siberian owls there, and they're beautiful creatures. Yeah. And you had a narrow escape, about three foot high. And what they did was, because he was feeding them, one once landed on his head, and the talon went under his eyeball and scooped his eyeball out. Whoa! And that was, and he went around, and we did a little feature on it. I made eight pounds for the Daily Express by selling the story of a kind of chicken wire top hat to save his other eye. So that's how dangerous those ferocious talon beasts can, can are. Just say everyone on Twitter, oh, um, what a twit, woo, and all, everyone making the jokes. I stuck a couple in myself. I must confess. I sort oh. of, I sort of hoped you hadn't interrupted their breeding process because you hoped to wit to woo. But, that's you know, laugh through the tears. That's beautiful. Well, that, <laughs> you're very lucky because your face is your fortune, as we all know. Exactly. And that's actually quite clear. And actually, I do, I do hope. Yeah. I mean, they, they, don't, they haven't stitched that. They've given those butterfly paper stitches, haven't they? Glue. I hope that takes. They, they glued it. They glued it. They glued the, the, glued the head. It looks very raw. You yeah, can see yeah, a tiny yeah, yeah. bit well, underneath the I showed, you, I showed you a little bit. Well, they shaved the back of ah. the head as well, and uh, they've glued it. And, I um, think you're going for that Friar Tuck lookalike job. Well, uh, you know. <laughs> That's in the future for you. So there was a band in the 60s called The Monks. They're like a sort of garage band. They never had a hit or anything, but they kind of became a cult thing. They're all Vietnam vets, I think. And their gimmick was, because you have to have a gimmick in the 60s, oh. they had The Monk. Haircut. So the, the kinks went for the riding jacket, too, yeah, and they yeah, went yeah, for yeah. shaved tonsils. They had to shave the head with <laughs> oh, the sort of bowl cut. <laughs> and 
I think they, I think, I think they might be dead now, but they reunited about five or six years ago and went for the same, the same Some look. of them by then probably didn't need to shave. No. <laughs> Tragically. <laughs> what is on your show tonight, Paul? Well, Ross? we've got the usual old task. We're also looking at a fantastic initiative um, to mark 49 years ago, Woodstock Festival. Oh. Archaeologists are now combing the site trying to find artefacts. Isn't that a brilliant trying notion? Trying to find some of that brown acid. Or whatever. Yeah, don't yeah. touch it, man, as uh, John it. Sebastian said. Also on the programme today, I know you've met the man, I never have. We are marking the remarkable career of the underrated beach boy that is Bruce Johnston. Oh, we made you did. He's 74 years old today. Is he? Happy birthday, Tim. So I'm going to play my favourite Beach Boys track after Brian Wilson's composition, Disney, Disney Girls, Girl. 1957. Hey! Play, hey. That's a song, I'll man. fill your hand with kisses and a Tootsie Roll. Oh, he played, played that at the concert. Yep, of and his he did. voice... His voice was incredible for a 74-year-old. Well, he know? wrote I Write the Songs for Barry Manilow, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Sold, and he sold millions of records in his career. Great producer as well, so we're doing a bit of that. The only and Beach Boy to win a Grammy. Absolutely, yeah. yes. And also, we're um, we're crossing love to Mozambique for the first time. Ooh. Remarkable initiative there. They're reintroducing wild dogs to Mozambique to oh. try and kind of repopulate the animal kingdom. And there's an American philanthropist behind it. He's donated already $35 million dollars. To bring back the wild dog. What a yeah. fantastic story, eh? We're doing all that and more on the programme. No, it's an owl-free zone, though. Thank you, mate. And I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. Because it can be very mean out there. And um, I feel a little bit nauseous. I mean, nothing that. you do should be greeted with owls of derision. No, they should... Um um, I'm, uh, I'm you mentioned my program. I've got, a, I've got a new program. Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I think he's taking the piss, but I don't. No, I've no. got a headache. It's hard to <laughs> tell. Well, I'll listen back to it. I'm going to take you at face value, Paul, because uh, I know you're. Let not me fill in the logbook. I'll, I'll fill in the logbook. I'll let him off. Oh, thank you, Catherine. <laughs> we are back. I tonight. tell you what, that Katie Puckett shaved the show while you were away. Yeah. I'm telling you, really, she shaved it. Did she? <laughs> shaved it. Yes, yeah, so I'm doing my, <laughs> doing my Sean Connery website. Paul Ross is up next. Ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs>